0: Forever, Dog Tonight on The Best Show we got Kesha is going to be in, on the show live interview uh, the interview I did live with Kesha you, that'll happen uh, phone calls
1: 201-989-0012
0: all sorts of stuff coming get ready Kesha Best Show happening. Play the theme. you doing tonight here on a Tuesday night in Ma June of 2023. It's not March anymore. It's not May anymore. It's June. Hi, best show. My name's Tom. I'm the host of the show, and I'm just telling you one thing. I. was one inch away from smashing this freaking. I tried to play my new exciting intro music, which was going to be this. And I played the wrong thing and I wanted to throw this freaking iPad across a room. Running hot. Running hot. Tom's running hot.
2: Getting ready to smash stuff.
0: And then 10 minutes before the show, I accidentally bump a lamp in my office and this freaking lamp don't work no more. This freaking lamp don't work no more. uh, That's all I'm going to say. I got a lamp in my office. That thing
2: ain't working now. I'm going to throw it in the street. Anybody want a new lamp?
0: Somewhat used, not new. Go in the street outside forever, dog. You might see a lamp right in the middle of the road. If I don't get that, uh... if anybody wants to go in my office, I'm not going to say anything. Take a look at the lamp. See if you get it to work.
2: I'm in a bed.
0: Ah! Lamp. Wrong theme. Two strikes. Oh, my am 2. All right. I got to get it back now. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the best show. The phone number is 201-989-0012 later in the show. The one and only Kesha. Uh pretty amazing conversation. Me and Kesha and uh you're gonna this is one for the ages. That's all I'm gonna say. This is one for the ages. If you want to hear the worlds collide, let me get ready on this one. We just heard Kesha at the top. Only love can save us now from her new album "Gag Order." Great album. We'll talk all about that. You'll get you you you'll get all up to speed. So, I'm watching TV the other day and I see this Bama Rush and this is the worst thing I ever saw in my life. That's all I want to say. That's my review. I want to stop talking about TV on the show. I'm tired of talking about TV. What? Oh, did you see this? Oh, did oh, did, I didn't see that yet. Did you see this? Oh, did you see that show? Oh, I didn't see that one yet. Oh, I started to watch that one. I didn't finish watching it. Oh, I watched season one. I didn't watch season two yet. Ah, enough with TV. No more TV. I'm going to have one of these houses that has no TV in it. That's my goal. now. No TV house. Actually, I don't have a TV. I'm that was my number one target of mockery now it's my life goal. All right. I uh, the only thing I got right now. It's only one thing that'll pull me out of this uh this state right now. Only one thing or dare I say three things. <laughs>
3: When the good Lord made his mind up, he said, this Mike needs more men, four men, horsemen. And that was it. Here come the horsemen, four horsemen.
0: Horsemen! Mike! Are you here, Mike? Present. Present. That's what I love. Listen to the energy. Present. Pat, yo, three of the four horsemen have convened. Jason, I got a lamp in my office, and it don't work no more. Okay, you might be wearing that lamp. Uh, <laughs> might have a bow tie.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Make fun was it the red lamp. one? It's no, it's not the red one. It's the tall one across from the desk. Oh. I know. I bumped. Oh. I bumped it so gently. And it's just
3: Do you want to go work on it? You me to see if I can bring it back to life?
0: I'll say this you bring it back to life, you don't know how many points you're gonna get.
3: Wake me up.
0: So yes, the four horsemen AP Mike, Pat Burn, Jason Dudio, Gore, and myself. What's going on? Oh man, Tom. Yeah, what's that, Pat? Are you are you are you
4: digging this alien news or what, man? <laughs> pat i'm behind on the alien news a well, lot of there...
3: whistleblowers a lot of whistleblowers
4: a lot of whistleblowers a lot of uh a lot of uh local news reports from states that i don't live in yeah being being sent to me from mutual friends i haven't i wasn't attuned to any of it until um the one and only mike kroll sent me a bunch of links and he's he's do, he's on a deep dive so now i'm yeah up to some sort of speed with it
0: okay this is the rock star uh the rock star uh mike kroll he's uh, uh a merge recording artist mike kroll great guy yep and he's, now notable
4: conspiracy theorists.
0: is he a conspiracy is that where he's is that where he's <laughs> no, at um, no i'm joking no he
4: he's he said he's been listening to podcasts okay, about right. this stuff and he yeah. got into it all right, yeah. and i haven't been into it since about 97
1: mm-hmm.
4: and um and now he sent me a bunch of links i checked them out some of them are funnier than others um
5: it sounds like
3: we're getting into some best show coast to coast territory here right now
5: yeah i gotta say need a new theme I'm Let's bring way. us a body of a dead alien, please. That's all I require. That's, That's all yeah. Mike wants. That's
0: what Mike wants. Mike wants
5: a dead alien, pay <laughs> dirt dropped <laughs> on his
0: on his step. Look,
5: well, we're get Geraldo heading... Rivera involved.
0: Basically, thank you. Well, we're heading toward. If we go down this other road, we're going to next the next January sixth. There'll be Mike Kroll will be there playing power chords. <laughs> Give us all a little Tom treat. DeLong. Improve the music. He can improve the music at the next insurrection. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mike, you say you want you want proof. That's all. That's all you want.
5: Yeah, just give us some proof, some photos or video. Mm-hmm. Uh, although that can be fake now. Everything can be fake. But uh, mm-hmm. I saw a UFO. I was in your car, Tom. Remember that? I don't. Then you were giving me a ride home Tom from the show. Seen
0: it. I'll give you a ride home back in Jersey.
5: Give me a ride back to Bayonne. This is, you how, guys it weren't
0: war- this is how it used to go in the best show. Mike would get in my car. Show's over. Great show. Hooray. Good one. We'll have a good one next week. Mike gets in the car. Drop him off in Bayonne. In Bayonne. I would not just let him off at the exit on 14B. Now he's <laughs> not getting out at the toll booth.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
5: And... Yeah, no,
0: it was a, it was a nice little thing and it, apparently please refresh my memory. How did I forget this?
5: I saw a a, a glowing ball of light mm-hmm. above Jersey City. Yeah. It was not moving. It was stationary. Yeah. Which, you know, raised my suspicions That's that it was a UFO. Yeah, was there a green it Was there a green woman? To <laughs> Below it? It, was t- it was to the west. It was to the west. Uh-huh. it was not to the east over the water okay and i i i remember bringing it to there was somebody else in the car with us and okay i i called it out mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh who else
3: was in the car that can uh, verify I mean, this? Yeah, well, there was some skepti- skepticism.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, you were alone. Mike was alone on this as <laughs> most of the people yeah. are with this Yeah, things. nobody
5: seemed to be as excited as I was. Did you see it and
0: Mike's like everybody Mike's like did you see it and nobody else can see it. It's like a Mr. Ed type scenario. I swear he was just talking a minute ago. Where you go? He's like Oh, I'll tell you one thing, Wilbur, and just like, and he's like that horse was just talking. Say it again. He's like, I was like he mad. got Michigan J. Frog. You got Michigan J. Frogged, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Pat just nailed it. You got Michigan J. Frogged. I swear, it was just uh, the frog well, was I dancing was and singing a second ago.
3: Ribbit, ribbit. Do you think the UFO was there? Or excuse me, UAP was there uh, to check out the Chuck Webner
5: uh, mural in Bayonne? No, it was over Jersey City. It wasn't oh, okay. uh, over Bayonne. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so what would it have been looking for there? Uh, <laughs> awful diners?
3: <laughs> the VIP?
0: Man, Jersey City. I got to say, now that I'm out of there, <laughs> yikes. That, the Jersey City diner game, <laughs> not, not good. Not so good. <laughs> Miss America still holding
5: it down, though. That's gone. That's long gone.
4: No, it's not. West Side feel- Avenue? You're oh. thinking of
5: Colonnette, West Westside. Uh, when it was on 440, what was that one? That was Colinette. Hey. Oh, okay. same,
4: same owners, but um, oh. Oh, okay. Miss America is still, still thriving. Limited what, hours, but, okay. but they're, <laughs> they're They're still holding it down. Huge what, what's city. What's the point of it's,
5: being a diner that yeah. isn't open
3: 24 yeah. hours? Limited hours. I agree.
4: I agree. They're all gone from the Brownstone's state. Brownstone's so there's, gone. There's, there's very few 24 hours left in the state.
3: Coach Huge. House.
0: I don't know. Huge city bad diners. <laughs> I think we can when you when you have to come up with the one exception to it. Like you should be able to roll off 5 in a row. I used to be, but there a lot of them are gone. There I'm just, pat. I didn't say that there were that it was always terrible. <laughs> yeah. It's bad. You're right.
5: Yeah, it's, it's bad now. Bad. It's gotten. It's the bad. one up by uh, Jur- uh, Journal Square. VIP.
0: The, the
4: VIP on Vip. Zip by the old studio. Yeah. VIP
5: yeah. You have to be yeah, one to eat trust there.
4: me
0: you it should be uh v i b s is uh because you're going to get a uh <laughs> like V I P. no it's uh the food jersey city not where you want to eat necessarily mm-hmm. For- for fans of
4: It Never Ends, that is the diner I went to with Claire Cain and Tom when we found out Trump became president. Yes, when Mr. <laughs> Trump
0: was elected, that magical Horrible. night. Um, yeah. yeah, that place is gone? No, it's still, no, it's still God, gone. No, no, yeah. We're still going somehow. Bad news, Jack. That place, the lowly diner salad bar. Kindler had a good time there. Three feet by two feet, right? Three feet by two feet. (laughs) You bring your plate up, put some iceberg lettuce, some Thousand Island dressing, some croutons, some uh, cucumber slices, and then the world's wettest coleslaw.
3: Every time you guys invited me to go eat there afterwards, and I was like, oh, no, I'm tired. I'm just going to go upstairs and sleep. Yeah. It was just because I didn't want to get diarrhea.
0: Well, that's a fun detail that we all needed.
3: I, I wanted to hang out and be friends, but I also didn't want to hurt very bad the next
0: day. Oh, well, I understand that. but yeah. Uh, yeah. You get a seltzer. Even that, Pat. Well, that's a bad diner, then, if you're getting sick from the seltzer.
5: Um, how, about, how about the one By the uh, WFMU studio Ooh. Flamingo Flamingo. <laughs> now it's City Diner Yeah,
0: When it was called the Flamingo When, when we first went there Worst food I ever had in my <laughs> life You yeah. were worried about getting Salmonella from a grilled cheese sandwich
5: <laughs> Yeah and I, and I ate there every week before the show
0: And the things he ordered <laughs> I would go to say hi once in a while To Mike He's in there Yeah I'll try the uh, chow mein like he'd find like the weird <laughs> item, like these these a uh, these sixteen page Trim scampi, yeah, these sixteen page <laughs> diner menus. Where when you're on page twelve of a diner menu, you're into uncharted territory here. Yeah, yeah. You might want to go went, back to the front of the menu. I went deep. Yeah, Mike's like, tell me more about the Swedish meatballs.
3: <laughs> Did they have a Monte Cristo? <laughs>
0: Of course, yes. yeah. yeah. It's a diner. It's yeah. one of the few places. Oh, that I pay okay. For I'm
3: the idiot. Sorry. No, 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 I didn't
0: say idiot. Idiot's <laughs> yeah. a strong word. Well, no, word, you, would, you, were... <laughs> <laughs> you,
3: the tone really took it down that way. Like, uh-huh, I didn't of say course. idiot. I never uh-huh. said the word okay. idiot. I would oh, never. Okay. Okay. I it, was,
0: it, was, it, it was. Would it never was call me. you an idiot. Okay. You're not an idiot. Thank I mean, you. Maybe not your greatest moment right there, but yeah. Okay. But Mike and Pat, the diners in Los Angeles. Gold. I'm going to just say this. It's weird stuff out here. (laughs) Every one of these, Uh, you'd think it's every one of them is, is, has some weird compulsion to make it American graffiti inside. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Marilyn Monroe statue, James Dean poster.
4: It's the Boulevard of Broken
0: Diners. But it's Pat. It's Uh, all over. It's It's for no, for no reason. Like, it's such a it's such a waste of energy rock around the clock. I get hear rock around the clock when I'm trying to eat. <laughs> <laughs> no, terror, terror out here. They got to tighten it up. You can count on one hand the amount of diners that don't have uh that don't have uh photos of uh George Lucas uh filming American graffiti. Like like behind the scenes shots. When did they close? A lot of them will close at like one or three. Oh, Big Boy's okay. twenty four
3: hours, isn't it? I think it is. What
0: Bob's Big Boy? Bob's Big Boy. Well, in, in
3: you know, Pat, that's not a diner. That's Bob, not a diner considered oh my a God, diner. Can you believe this? Oh, okay. I'm just the just idiot again, Pat, <laughs> yeah. Pat. I didn't say idiot. I didn't say <laughs> idiot.
0: <laughs> He's just stepping in it now. This guy you can't miss. <laughs> Packing nah. my stuff. No, nah, you're <laughs> not going anywhere. You're a, a Foundational member here. Oh, thank you. No, you're one of the four horsemen. I'm for God's horseman. sake, if if the horsemen can't bust each other's chops, then who can?
3: Did you see that thing about uh, Bob's big boy? Since we're uh, talking about that now, and that's the subject. Oh here we go um, this again.
0: No, I'm kidding. No, I didn't no.
3: Did it. you see that Drew Carey is paying for everybody in the Writers Guild? I did.
0: That's the nicest thing. This is what Drew Carey is doing because the Writers Guild is on strike. And I want to say first of all. Congratulations to the DGA uh, for <laughs> being the most DGA the DGA could be. Yeah. The DGA is DGA in it all the live long day. Imperious and weak, the DGA. That's a little sidebar. Drew Carey, he of The Drew Carey Show, he of The Price is Right, has made an offer. To all the writers, if you're on strike, you bring your WGA card into where is it? A Bob's Big Boy? Yeah, the
3: Bob's Big Boy on Riverside in uh Toluca Lake.
0: Or I believe swingers. Swingers I heard as, swingers well. as yep. well. Swingers also, you you think you're in the middle of uh you're you're you're, you're two roller skates away from uh from being on uh, pulp fiction. And also remember Pulp Fiction where there's how much was the milkshake in Pulp Fiction? The world's fanciest milkshake. How much was it? Ten five six dollars? Remember that that's gotta be some kind of milkshake.
3: It's five dollars.
0: Five dollars. I went to 7 Eleven before the show today, and I was like, I want a sodi pop before the show. I buy this thing, a Diet Dr Pepper, 20 ounce bottle, three dollars. Five dollar milkshake. Now you're lucky if it's uh, it's well uh, got uh, water and ice cubes in there, and a little bit of a uh, uh, quick, a little bit of strawberry quick thrown in. Who who do you think should replace Pat Sajak? Well, let me just, just finish analysis. this, Pat one <laughs> second. Pat. Okay. Yeah. Drew Carey, if you go into Bob's Big Boy or you go into Swingers with your WGA card, you eat mm-hmm. for free as long as the strike is happening. Yep. Including Tip. That is yeah. top notch. Kudos yeah. to Drew Carey for yeah. that. That's pretty amazing. So
4: he's a real one. He is a real one. Not easy to do, replace uh, Bob Barker. Price is right. No, it isn't.
3: And he still does the uh, the the pets thing that Bob Barker did at the end of every show. Mm-hmm. He kept that tradition. Yes.
0: Class act. What class a class act. act. Now, Pat, what were we saying about Pat Sajak? He's retiring.
4: Yeah, because you got me on game shows when you mentioned Drew Carey, and I, I remembered hearing that. Sajak's retiring. Um, do you think he'll reprise his uh, failed late night stint? After uh, when he went up against
0: Letterman and uh, Carson. I think Pat Sajak. If I had to think about what's the next act for Pat Sajak. He's probably going to do some sort of Breitbart show. <laughs> you know oh, I man. yeah. I'm sure he's like he's itching to get his views out there cuz he's it's like it's starting to crack a little bit like he's kind of expressed things little pieces here and there i think the dam breaks when he leaves uh wheel of fortune okay. uh, no, when he yeah wheel of fortune and we're going to say uh it's going to just you turn the the letters around and it says uh hunter biden's laptop it's <laughs> final episode. Yeah, yeah it's final episode of Wheel of Fortune. Hunter Biden's laptop, QAnon shaman, yeah. like these things. Are like that, the... <laughs> things that should be exposed. Admirable people, QAnon shaman. I'd like to get. I'd like to guess. uh I'd like to solve the puddle puzzle. Panel. <laughs> <laughs> Q. What a uh, QAnon shaman. Um, Michael Flynn. Now, who do you think is going to replace Pat Sajak? I could picture. The chat
3: is saying that it should be Pat Byrne. Pat
0: Byrne would be an amazing game show host. I think. Oh God, the best. Mike, could you imagine that? Was it? Wouldn't Pat be a truly amazing game show host? Can
5: we get him in a suit? Or oh yeah, Pat wears oh, yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. I've
0: seen Pat. Okay. Pat wears suits. Okay. Pat, Pat, Pat's got nice suits. It's been okay. a minute, but I would I would don it. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. I'd I, rather host Jeopardy, but I would I would do Wheel. I would do Wheel. If that was the gig. I'd take it.
0: Get me in Hollywood, Pat. We'll get you in. I'm talking to somebody about it. I personally, who would I want to see? I think we bring back. James Corden and we give him a shot. <laughs> I think he'd be fun. <laughs> America, we didn't get our fill of him just yet. Please come back, James Corden. Please. We miss you. Mike, any ideas for who you think? You're probably gonna say uh
5: the guy from Megfu, what? Greg Wilson. <laughs> I'm sure Greg would be interested, but uh, people... Oh, you, you think he take the, peop- the
0: job? You think he would take the job?
5: <laughs> yeah, I think he would take it. Might require a few more haircuts than he's, mm-hmm. he's used to, but... Yeah. People want Vanna White, though. Sure. Let's
0: make it yeah. Vanna White. Look, I don't yeah. watch Wheel of Fortune. I'm not a 100. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody loves this Jeopardy. Nah, not me. Hit the bricks, Jeopardy. So, Horseman. Mm-hmm. Any final details? Any final thoughts?
3: Just good to be back. It's, it's nice good to, to hear your you guys' voices
0: it's again. Nice to have you back. It's uh, yeah, it's wonderful. So I say to you, oh no, Horseman. <laughs> Stand down and stand by. All right. And Mike, yes, I know I'm getting it a little wrong with it. It's stand back and stand by. Right? Well, you stood down. No answer. So, yeah. A couple things I want to tell you all about. Tonight, Kesha on the show another great guest next week. I'll tell you about that in a second. The end of the month, I'm taking a two week vacation, so there won't be a show on june twenty seventh a best show mind you a live there won't be a live best show on the twenty seventh or on July fourth but here's the fun stuff we got planned. We ain't leaving you high and dry. couple best of episodes going to get put up. Those will be on the podcast, on the Patreon. Normal as can be as if it was if nothing else was uh, going on. On Tuesday, June 27th, instead of a live best show, you're going to get a live slice of life. Now you say, what is slice of life? It's the show that uh, that Mike and Dudio and Pat and Brett Davis do. They're going to take calls. They might have some surprises up their sleeves. And uh, that's for people who subscribe to the Patreon. Patreon.com slash the best show. $5 or more. Get you the, the audio. $10. Get you the audio and video. And it'll be up there. If you miss it live, you can check it out at any point. Tuesday, 27th, June 27th, 9 p.m. Slice of Life Live. And next week, we'll get some updates on the Best Show t-shirts. We'll tell you all about that. Everything you want to know about the pre-sales. The designs are looking good. We're fine-tuning stuff right now. Stuff's been uh, getting worked on. Going to be ready. It's going to be a pre-order then you're guaranteed whatever shirt and there are no limits. If you wanted to buy 300 shirts, I have lifted all limits. More information coming on that. There'll be a limited supply after the pre-order, but, uh, then, uh, you, you get what you can, but the pre-order is a way to guarantee anything you want. And next week on the show, Chris Fleming is going to be here. It's very exciting. Uh, amazing super talent chris fleming can't wait and patreon is how you support the show i know you hear the ads here and there if you listen on the full uh one there with the i just the truth of the matter is these ads they they podcasting ads doa baby we're doing the best we can i think they uh I think they pay with marbles now not actual u.s currency so the patreon is how we uh make it happen this sunday we're gonna have a new s and A. that's me and john worcester in conversation another make mike marvel uh other things coming up more rubenesque ahoy did the final ahoy air yet Another four horsemen is coming. That's, uh, the four horsemen doing the best show, all sorts of stuff. It's ad free over on the Patreon, patreon.com slash the best show. Support the show. We give you a lot of stuff back. Let's go to the phones. Hello. (laughs) Hello. Best show.
6: Hi,
7: Tom.
0: Hi. To whom am I speaking? You don't know? I think I know.
7: All right, I'll give you a clue. I love Oreos.
0: Yeah, that's what I thought it was. I thought it's Michelle, the Oreo and Panini. It's fan. me. You're a Panini fan but mostly an Oreo yeah.
7: fan. Panini head on Twitter, but Oreo head IRL.
0: Michelle, for people who don't know, Michelle is an Oreo aficionado. Michelle tracks the different flavors of Oreos. There's, oh, there's this one's coming in. This one's going out. I enjoyed this one. I hated that one. If you want to, because Oreo, this company is out of control. They just make multiple flavors. It's kind of demented. That's why the world needs someone like Michelle to keep uh, us on track explaining what's up with the Oreos. And what is up with Oreos, Michelle? Anything? Any news? Anything exciting?
7: I have I have breaking news. I, I kind of went on a hiatus for a while because I was so disappointed with all the flavors. They were just like different variations of chocolate. But I don't know. They must have changed hands up there because I have an amazing news alert for you. Do you remember the cotton candy Oreos that I kept talking about and I said they were one of my favorite flavors ever?
0: Oh, absolutely. I remember you talking about Cotton candy flavored Oreos, and you couldn't stop saying this is one of the all-time great Oreo flavors.
7: Well, do I have news for you? My prayers have been answered. They brought back cotton candy Oreos, and you can buy them right now.
0: Hold on a second. What?
7: Cotton candy Oreos are back. I'm breaking the news here, in case you didn't hear already. Now tell, I did, I did not, not. I did not. I did not. aware.
0: I did not. Cotton candy Oreo. So the filling is cotton candy flavored.
7: Tom, um, you don't even understand. This is a perfect Oreo. Yes, the filling is cotton candy flavored accurately, by the way, and also the filling is half blue and half pink, just like a cotton candy you would get at the at the carnival. It's a masterpiece. I and they brought it back. I'm I'm still beside myself.
0: How many of these have you eaten since this has come back?
7: I mean, like a pack, but I also have hoarded. um, I have at least 10 packs in my possession because I don't know how limited of a time these will be out for. This is is eight years I've been waiting for this flavor to return.
0: Eight years. Eight
7: long, tiring years.
0: And now it's back, finally. The cotton candy Oreo. And you say you say that this Oreo is so good that they it leaves all these other novelty flavors in the dust. I'm gonna I'm gonna if I get one of these, I'm gonna love it.
7: You're gonna you're gonna ascend to heaven you're going to think it's so good you're going to die and come back to life I mean granted if just as you know if you like cotton candy I don't know do you like cotton candy well
0: uh, as much as anybody does which is not much well you
7: I think it no I mean yeah that's a pretty average answer I think you'll feel the way I just described you're gonna be like oh my god this is this is so good okay this is worth the eight-year wait even though you never had them, but you'll mm-hmm. feel like you waited eight
0: years for them to come back. Sure. Okay. I'm going to try. And what is the, is it a chocolate cookie?
7: Chocolate? No. Chocolate. Does, does chocolate and cotton candy sound like it
0: goes together? No,
7: they they did it right with this one. They did the golden Oreo cookie.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Dressing me <laughs> down here. Sorry. Uh, sorry. I just, Cap- I Captain. just
7: expected more of you.
0: You expected more you were, of me. Well, that's the I, biggest you know, mistake I, I you could ever I've given make.
7: You, I gave you Oreo 101. We have a history. I just, you know, it's been a while since I've called in,
0: but. Yeah. I'm rusty. Okay. I'm rusty. I'm sorry. You just, you just uh, uh, tore me a new one. Cause I thought it was a chocolate Oreo cookie. Not even that I thought it was. I asked if it was. Tom,
3: I'm just saying, this is how it feels.
0: I'm sorry.
7: Right, we get it. That was that was uncalled for. I'm just really uh, I'm no. really passionate about these Oreos.
0: The difference is I wasn't the one saying Bob's Big Boy uh had uh was a diner. Michelle. That
3: now up. I feel bad again.
0: That's... Michelle. Let me just ask you, Michelle. I hear you. Have you ever been to Bob's yeah. Big Boy? No.
7: It's on my bucket list.
0: It is? Well that's a weird bucket list. You might want to hose that bucket out. <laughs> your, your bucket list has go-to Bob's big boy.
7: I like the aesthetic.
0: Okay. What else? Any other Oreo news?
7: Um, so refresh my memory. I feel like one of the first times I called in, I don't remember if you were a hater or if you were a lover of the red velvet Oreos, but Regardless, they hinted that those may be coming back
0: next. And how are you getting these hints? <laughs> the internet. The in what? But how though? The internet. That's the most vague answer ever. Is there? Is there like a word jumble? What do we? What? How are you getting them? <laughs> Who's making these hints? What is it?
8: What is it? A Oh,
0: what are you? Oh, right.
7: Posted.
0: O is like the is the the Oreo equivalent of Q. You get an O drop and you get like Oreo news. It's like but it's like a riddle and you have to kind of like parse it out. Well,
7: that would be more exciting, but no, this is just Oreo. You know, at Oreo verified on Twitter, um, they just posted a picture of Red Velvet and said something like, "Wouldn't it be crazy if this waiver came back?" Well, and Michelle,
0: that sounds kind of like a, a little more. That sounds like a little more than a hint.
7: Listen, that, uh, that's just my interpretation of the
9: tweet.
0: Look, you burned me. I'm a little sore. I'm a little sore. My lamp broke, and then uh, I played the wrong intro theme. And now I got you giving me grief about Oreos. I'm just being silly, Tom. It's oh, been no, so no,
7: long. No, 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 it's fine. I had to it's give fine. you a
0: little business. You gave me the bits, fine, Michelle. You gave me the business. So, red velvet Oreos may be on the horizon. The return of red velvet Oreos.
7: What were you were you a lover or a hater? I don't remember. I remember enjoying I, remember. I
0: remember enjoying it but thinking it was a little chemical tasting for my uh liking. Hmm.
7: see I think that, that was a good chemical flavor like the the fake cream cheese filling, mm, yum.
0: This is This is very exciting honestly to hear this Oreo talk again. We missed it.
7: I know. Listen, I was, I was in a dark era. All they kept doing, it was like chocolate cake, chocolate, coffee cake. Like it was just the same flavor. I, I was boycotting. I wasn't even buying the Oreos. And then I don't know, they got new management and they said, Hey, guess what? We're bringing back one of the most delicious, perfect flavors to ever exist. And now they're just on a roll. And Mm -hmm. it was like a spark went off inside of me.
0: What do I'm you th- back. Oh, you're back. You got the Oreo Oreo fever. What do you think? At the bug. Yeah. What do you think would be the ultimate Oreo flavor, Michelle? That they have yet to try.
7: Um, dill pickle.
0: Dill pickle. And would you? I just-
7: want something weird.
0: Okay. What if they? You know what they should do? They sell it in the bag with all the sleeves. There's only one Oreo in it because. How else are you going to use uh, the packaging as a barf bag? That's disgusting. Dill pickle. Come on. Don't
7: pickles um, help you if you're
0: nauseous? Sure, they do, but not I
7: think
0: would... they help you, but not the no, chemical. Not the idea. chemical replica. <laughs> it's a chemical uh, replication of a dill pickle. It's not an actual dill pickle. Oh right.
7: They could sprinkle a little Pepto-Bismol in there. That's you true. Taste it.
0: What about, what would you think about this?
2: An Oreo.
6: Hit me.
2: Miso Salmon.
6: What did you just say? Miso Salmon? Yeah.
7: Um, I'm going to say no on the fish flavor miso mis- like a miso paste i could be like an artisanal oreo but yeah. lose the salmon you lose me at the fish taste
0: okay then let's change it up then what would you think about toothpaste flavored oreos you brush They've done your teeth peppermint already but no this is they crest oreos how crest oreos does it
7: make <laughs> does it make my teeth white that's a game changer. Well, if it this does. will though. If there's a whitening agent.
0: It that's exactly. Then, yeah, it. I'm for this it. This is a white cookie that's actually just made of toothpaste, and then it's got more but toothpaste edible. in the middle. Edible toothpaste.
7: Okay. That's a twofer, in my opinion. I can, if I'm running late, I can just pop one in my mouth. It's breakfast. I brush my teeth. That's exactly, and my teeth yeah. are white.
0: You just wake up. You got a, a toothpaste Oreo sitting on the on the crest Oreo sitting on the nightstand. You pop that your mouth. You just say you just shaved a uh, uh, couple minutes off your day.
7: Or opposite bedtime snack. Sometimes I brush my teeth, but I get a little hungry before bed. Then I got a little snacky. Uh
0: huh. Did you just you know, say you just get a little?
7: I rebrushed my teeth.
0: Michelle, I'm gonna <laughs> a say. Hungy. Did you say hungry?
6: Hungy, yeah. I got to let you go. Thanks for the
0: call, Michelle. No. (laughs) Thanks for the call. That's a uh, hang up a bull offense on this show. Hungy. Find us on your podcast app of choice, or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Live. But who are the animals, because I don't smell them. <laughs> Alright, where are we at? Hot phones tonight. Hot phones. Let's get to it. Hot phones on the best show. Hello, best show.
6: Hold on,
10: let me turn my radio down. Hold on. Okay. Hold on.
0: Okay.
6: Hold on. Hold on. Let me turn it down.
0: Okay.
2: The turn down? Hello? I think he hung up. I think I know who that was. That was a weird one. If you're listening, my friend, call back.
0: And look, do I apologize for hanging up on Oreo, Michelle? Michelle the Oreo. I do, but you can't say hungy. Sorry, can't say hungy. That's not how it works. You can't say hungy. Hello, Besho. Hello.
6: Hold on, let me turn it okay, down. It's still up, Hang okay. On. okay. 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 Hello, how's it going?
0: It's going good. I think I have an inkling of who this might be.
6: <laughs> who
0: is it? Say it. Do I have to say it? Say
6: my name.
10: Remember that song by, uh, who was it? Uh, Destiny Aguilera called. Say, say who?
0: Destiny's Child. Who's she? It's. Uh, never mind. This is. It's Philly boy Roy.
10: Somehow you always know it's me. It's like you're that scary mind reader that Patty Duke portrayed, who was blind and also hard of hearing. Remember? her?
0: Yeah, I don't know if that was what you're thinking. It was Roy that. I think so. Yeah, I think you might be misunderstanding the miracle worker.
10: Okay, well, possibly. Hey, I don't know if you heard my intro or not, but it was a tune from the new Hooters album, Rockin' and Swing. Have you heard about it?
0: I haven't. There's a new Hooters album?
6: Yeah, Tom, newsflash. They've returned to their ska roots.
0: Okay, well, that's exciting.
10: Yeah, I got my checkered bands on and everything in celebration.
0: So it's getting you kind of in that ska mood.
10: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm totally skanking around. It's super fun.
0: Oh, that's that's cool, I guess?
10: Oh, it's very cool. It's the coolest. Oh, man. You know what's also cool?
0: What's that, Roy?
10: When a lot of news happens, and I get to talk about it to you,
0: so to keep me uh, up to date on the news.
6: Yeah, it seems like you don't know what's going on
0: at all. Um, no, I generally try to know what's going on. You know, I, I, I know I'm, you're not, busy I'm not. I'm not. What's that?
10: I know you're busy out there making waves.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't always follow the news. Uh, like I'm not a news junkie. Like some people, are like oh, I all I do is watch the news and read newspapers. I'm not like I'm not obsessed with it, but I try to stay up on things. But
6: that's that's cool. That's I, cool. I, but I, yeah, I'm um, trying
0: to make waves too. You're right.
10: I hear it. I hear it. I heard you've been hanging out at, at Dantana's a couple of nights a
6: week.
0: I don't know if it's Dantana's necessarily, but I'm out and about. Calm. Yeah.
6: What about Wolfgang Pucks? You ever go there? No,
2: I've
0: never been to Wolfgang Pucks. Paquito Moss. Paquito Moss. Yes, <laughs> I enjoy Paquito Moss very much.
10: I figured that. I figured that was up uh, your alley. Well, anyway, big news here in Philly: I ninety five overpass collapsed down near Chagone. Did you hear about it?
0: Unbelievable!
10: Oh my God!
0: unbelievable
6: it's going to screw up traffic for months months oh yeah yeah you know
10: what they they say that this this big truck overheated and it caught fire and that weakened the the overpass and that's why it collapsed and it seems totally cut and dried to me you know so that's that
0: mhm okay
10: yeah yeah um also new news item number 2? Yeah. Pat Sajak retiring from Wheel. Did you hear about I it? I did.
0: I heard a little bit about it that he's that he's packing it in.
10: I think there's only one logical conclusion to make from this, right?
0: For Pat Sajak, what what do you think that what what would the conclusion be, Roy?
10: Well, game show tv is anything like the royal family that means
6: mike says mike say next in line right
0: that's right well if it was like that mike say jack i forgot what was that pat's brother
10: well yeah it's like um it's like what's his name um uh drew carey he is bob barker's son so that's how he got the job on uh, on Price's Roy.
0: But Drew Carey is not Bob Barker's son, Roy.
10: I think he is. Let let me look this up right now.
0: You're going to look up about Yeah, you're looking up that is,
10: is want to go to Wiki?
0: Yeah, go to Wiki on this one. Is Drew Carey yeah. Okay. Bob Barker's Drew son. Drew
10: Carey, okay. American comedian and Oh, you know what? I think it's it's a secret, so don't no one want to make it public.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's a secret. That's why you that's why it didn't come oh, up. Yeah. Not that you were incorrect. Yeah, yeah.
10: No, no. But you know what? A lot of people are saying that Mike Sajak's flagrant rage would lead to an onset strangulation. But I say
0: that's just good T V. He um he used to call this show Mike Sajak. No. Yeah, he was a pretty interesting fella.
10: Oh my god, he's supposed to be like a nightmare.
0: Um, he was a little intense. Well, more than a little intense. He was yeah. very intense.
2: Yeah, he simmered.
0: Yeah, there was a, there was a, there was a not so quiet rage there.
10: Yeah, yeah, like Brando or uh, ha- Harley Flanagan
0: sure just like all the greats yeah hey remember
10: that episode of, of um wheel of fortune where three people had to get taken to the hospital it only aired once
0: i don't three people got taken three three contestants yeah yeah i i know nothing about this this is fascinating
10: okay Uh, Back in uh, 99, I think it was. So the wheel had to be repaired. You know, something was wrong with it. Maybe it kind of was coming apart or something. And whoever fixed it, they used a huge lead brace to reinforce it. And when people tried to spin it,
6: they literally broke their backs.
0: Well, that's, that's just, that's terrifying,
10: Oh, I know. They say you could hear the cracking all the way over at the Prices Right
5: set
0: of people's backs, literally cracking. That's dis- that's that's nauseating.
10: I know, I know. People was puking all over the place. Apparently, Vanna puked right into into Pat's mouth.
0: Oh God, oh Roy, that's disgusting.
10: Sick! It's sick. It is sick. It's sick!
0: It's sick.
10: People are sick. People were saying Gigi Allen was was uh, unsavory.
0: Uh, a little more than unsavory, but, uh, yeah, just a mon a monster. But yeah. 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 Hey, um, speaking of the unsavory. Yeah, what's that, Roy?
6: You see, Trump got a rain today.
2: I saw big big day.
6: It, yeah. Hey, were you like this? Like, I
10: always thought that being arraigned meant that the judge sprayed you with rainwater, but it ain't, is
0: it? No, it ain't. I mean, it isn't. See, you got me saying ain't. It isn't that.
10: Okay. It kind of makes sense though, don't it?
0: To get arraigned would be to get rain put on? I yeah. mean. It doesn't make maybe it purifies you when you take a when you take a a closer look at it, Roy. Initially, I was like, "Yeah, it kind of makes sense," but then the more I thought about it, and I didn't even think about it that much, it doesn't make that much sense.
10: Okay, you just gave it a little look, and you you already saw it. It it didn't make sense. Kinda,
0: yeah. I kind of felt it in my bones that it didn't didn't add up.
10: Okay, fair enough okay that's that's fair you see the the photo of the document box is it mara lardo
0: i did now that was that was something else
10: crazy so out of character for trump to treat those things so uh, carelessly and disrespectfully right
0: it's yeah it's out it's out of character for him to be like weirdly low rent yeah, yeah. Because everything else is so classy. For somebody who in, is is where class is is the most important thing, for him to have something be like strangely cheap and and surprisingly just 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 junky. Yeah.
2: Shocker. Yeah.
6: Well, you know. It didn't happen, but when he was in, you know, he was tight with Vince McMahon and that whole wrestling scene. Trump was. Yeah. Sure. that?
0: I do. I do. Yeah.
6: Vince, Mc- Vince McMahon wanted him to
10: be like a, a wrestler, you know, like a, like a full-time wrestler, but Trump wouldn't go for it because Vince wanted him to be called Kid Kid Tawdry?
0: Kid Tawdry? Yeah. What 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 was the think? What was the thinking behind this character?
10: Well, I guess you know that he'd be kind of tawdry and you know and cheap and and kind of low low rent.
0: And he wouldn't go for it.
10: He wouldn't go for it. He thought he said it was it was beneath him. Oh, but getting back to those those photos uh, 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 in. Like in the bathroom there at Mar a Lago, mm-hmm. there was a guitar in one of the. There was a guitar in one of the pictures. Did you see
0: it? I didn't.
10: Yeah, it was a Gibson guitar, and this confirms the rumor I heard that Trump is writing songs about this whole situation.
0: Wait, wait, wait hold on a second. You just threw me there for a. He's writing okay. songs about it.
10: Yeah, see, he got a real buzz from that hit song that came out a few months ago, featuring him and all those maga geniuses in jail. Remember that?
0: I did, and I, again, I, I this is this is why I was su- the the thing about being low rent was such so surprising because that was such a high class production.
10: Oh yeah, yeah. I heard they went into Village Recorder to do that with Skunk Factor and T Bone.
0: Yeah, I mean, the sound was impeccable. It did not, it was a first class production. It didn't sound at all just like it was recorded uh, haphazardly over like Zoom.
10: It didn't, and a lot of the sound quality is down to Matthew Barnard's mastering uh, prowess. So uh, okay. we've had him to thank for that.
0: So yeah. he did that. He was um, the he was the engineer of that.
10: Yeah, yeah. So the word is he's trying to write songs on the guitar, but he's so dumb he thought you were supposed to blow into it, so he didn't write nothing.
0: He thought you blew into a guitar. Well, no, that's not how guitars solid body do. Like a, yeah, even weirder to blow into a solid body guitar and think that's where the sound came from. It was a Les Paul. Yeah, right? I mean, and this is who... There's no openness on that. So that's what Trump thought?
10: Yeah, yeah. And, And he wanted to write songs with all these famous people, but the only one who would return his calls was John Hinckley Jr.
0: Of all the potential songwriting partners out there, only John Hinckley Jr., the the guy who tried to shoot Reagan, well, he didn't try to shoot Reagan; he oh, shot that, Reagan.
10: That that that's debatable. They still aren't sure about that.
0: They, Roy, they're pretty sure about that. I think that's a.
10: I don't know. I
0: think it's an open and shut case on that one.
10: Well, it was. It was just the two of them. There was no one else around.
0: Roy, it was right? in no. It was as public as it gets.
10: Oh, okay. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. Maybe I'm thinking of some other shooting. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, yeah. Um, But, you know, Trump isn't the only one of these trial participants that's doing music stuff.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> what, i got to hear more about this. What? Who else is doing okay. music?
10: He, he, you know, Jack Smith, the, the guy that's totally after his ass, right?
0: The, what is he, the prosecutor? Uh,
6: yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah.
6: Well, he, he's Jack Smith,
10: and Jack Smith has an internet radio show where he plays nothing but vintage extreme metal.
0: Oh, that's that's a, that's a odd.
10: Yeah, it's called Dr. Jack's Thrash Can.
0: Thrash Can? Oh, like yeah, Trash yeah. Can. I okay, get I get log. it. I get it. It's a play on words with Trash yeah. Can. Okay.
10: He used I I, I keep telling you you're not stupid.
0: Well, thank you. I really appreciate it.
10: Of course. Of course. So I don't get the doctor part, but he's been doing the show the whole time. He's been working on drumsticks.
0: Okay. So like what, what kind of stuff is he, (laughs) what's he playing?
10: Oh, you know, uh, Exodus creator, the no life till leather demo, stuff like that.
0: Sure, the the like the like the the staples of the genre.
10: Yeah, the early staples. He also does a zine.
0: A zine, okay. Well, that this is only getting weirder.
6: Well, it's more of a magazine. It's called Mosh Week.
0: Mosh Week. I know, Roy, I know nothing about any of this.
6: Yeah, it comes out every week.
0: So it's a weekly. It's a weekly magazine about what moshing,
6: thrash metal. Yeah, thrash metal.
0: Okay. Um,
6: yeah.
0: That's that's really interesting, and it's it's kind of like a unique like look that. at somebody like a little different side of this guy.
10: You know, you should blurb books because that's a that's a choice blurb right oh, there. That,
0: that I think you're being a little sarcastic.
10: Well, I. Like you were talking down to me by saying it was really interesting. It sounded like my grandma or something. Oh, that's nice.
0: It sounded like your grandma. I didn't. I was not being sarcastic. Uh, but I, I have a feeling you, you were being a, more than a little sarcastic.
6: Hey, don't besmirch
10: Gamma Gammy Ziggler. Okay.
0: Okay, I won't besmirch your. She's gam-
10: not. She's, she, she's not well.
0: Your gammy's not well. Okay. I'll go yeah, she's easy. About to,
10: she's about to turn a hundred and fourteen.
0: <laughs> oh wow, the some strong uh, genes there in the Ziggler family.
2: Oh my God,
0: such a bitch.
2: What? Nothing. <laughs> so no, little...
6: she's, she. Let let. Let's just say she, she's very needy
10: at, the, at at 114.
0: I would think so, though. You're 114. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah, I couldn't think you'd be anything other than needy. You need help. I know, but I guess I just,
10: yeah, I just figured that there wouldn't be so much complaining.
0: Well, she's. Very, very old, Roy. That's like getting up there to like oldest person on earth level old.
10: I know, I know. I keep telling her, God, you've gotta make it to 123,
0: please. Why? why hundred and twenty-three? What's the appeal of that?
10: Well, I think I think that's the documented oldest lady. Uh she was from France.
0: Okay. And so, so you...
10: if 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 Danny can just get that I'm on Easy Street.
0: How? How are you going to monetize that?
10: Oh man, are you kidding? How will I monetize well, that? How,
0: okay, well, how will you? I will. Give me one thing. What are you going to do? Shirts. Yes. What? What else could you do? I like. <laughs> can,
6: can keep naming stuff.
0: Okay, keychains. Yes. Uh. Uh. Uh TV special. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so you're just gonna say yes to anything.
6: Yeah.
0: Yeah, you just said you're saying yes to literally that.
6: No, I'm saying I'm saying
10: yeah, not yes. So it's a little different.
0: It is a little you're right, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's a little uh, different. <laughs> uh,
10: I do not like that
0: laugh at all.
10: Okay. 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 Well let's let's talk about something else. I I ain't told you about my big adventure, did I?
0: Roy, you did not tell me about your big adventure.
10: Strap yourself in. The, the, the most you've ever strapped in. Seriously, this is
0: going to be a oh, wild ride. Okay, I'm strapped in.
10: Okay. Have you ever heard of Taylor Swift?
0: Have I ever heard of Taylor Swift? Yes, I've heard of Taylor Swift.
10: Okay. Well, for those who don't know, she's a singer-songwriter from Reading, PA.
0: Okay. I didn't know she was from Reading, okay. PA. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a whole
10: thing. So she, she played three shows down Lincoln Field about a month ago, right? Yeah. Look, it, it ain't my kind of music, but to each their own, right? She's supposed to be super cool. So I get this really good money-making idea, okay? And I go down there, and I set up camp outside the back entrance of the stadium, selling
6: s'mores. Selling what? s'mores
0: s'mores
6: yeah i'll spell it for you okay
0: no i i okay we'll spell it for me
6: v hyphen m-o-r-e-s
0: v'mores okay what what and what are what are they
6: well, they're like s'mores, but I make them,
10: and the Z at the front of the name of not. It's oh, see, bad.
0: this is what it. This is Roy. You can't. You you say s'mores? Uh, okay, Z. Okay, what what's in a s'more?
6: Okay, are you ready? Because you're probably not.
0: I'm ready. I'm ready.
6: Okay, it's a tasty
10: cake, butterscotch crimpet, sandwich between two extra large Goldenberg peanut juice scooped into a toasted Wawa shorty bun, which is then topped off with a drizzle of yingling beer. Oh, my God.
0: Well, you sound very excited about it.
10: It's like quadruple numbers, right?
0: Ugh, I don't like numbers.
10: Oh, my friend, my friend Michael originated that, that, Phrase
0: and he, he he loves it. Numbers, numbers. I don't, I don't like numbers. Roy, I just hung up oh, on yeah. somebody. Early, I hung up on somebody earlier tonight for saying "hungy" instead of "hungry."
6: About what?
0: They said about what though? They were. Oh, you mean what were they Hungry for?
6: Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Oreo cookies.
6: Wait, Oreo talk is back.
0: There was some Oreo talk on the show tonight, Roy. Yes.
10: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, that's exciting, too. So, look, so I'm out back, and I'm working my grill, right?
0: Your Zamora's grill.
10: Yeah, yeah, and there's this big commotion at the gate. I look up, and this major gate has just arrived, right? Uh Uh-huh. And the main SUV stops right in front of me. Who gets out? But Taylor Swift herself, right?
0: Wow. Do you believe it? Uh, I do, yeah. I mean, kind of, so, I guess.
10: Okay, fair enough. I know, fair enough. So there's all these jarhead security guards surrounding her, you know,
1: like, mm-hmm. the, you
10: know, trying to make sure nothing happens. And she's sniffing the air and she goes, oh, my God, what is that smell?
1: Mm-hmm.
10: He sees me at my grill and she goes. I need that bag. Okay. And I go, okay, take a number, miss. This ain't weirdo wood. We obey rules here.
0: So you, (laughs) you, you put her in her place, even though you're illegally selling food at her show. Yes.
6: And Tom can make it even more delicious.
0: Yeah.
10: A, there wasn't no one else in line.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
10: and 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 two,
0: <laughs> you're having the time of your life with this. I cannot wait to hear.
10: I and see, if nothing else, when I'm on my deathbed, I'm just going to be laughing my ass off. Right.
0: Sure. Sure. Yeah.
10: So, and secondly, the last time I obeyed a rule, Wilson Good was in his first week as mayor.
0: So that's a that's a long time ago.
10: A real long time ago. So so Taylor goes, Oh my god, it smells so good. Can I have one? And I go, Sure, no problem, miss. That'll be five dollars, please. And then someone yells out, It's Taylor Swift, give her one for free, you idiot. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I turn to and I turn to that goon and I go. Look, I don't care if she's Greg Leszczynski. i love this fucking grill all the way from Roxborough.
0: (laughs) Okay, Roy, you don't have to. Sure.
10: You you might have to bleep Roxborough so no one knows where I live.
0: (laughs) No, I might have to bleep. All right, whatever. Okay.
10: Okay, so one of her goons reaches into his pocket and he hands me a $10 bill. I put it in my pocket. I turn to Taylor and I go, thanks for the tip, Tina. Tina. Yeah, Tom, little secret. Always say an FP's name wrong when you meet him. It gives you total power.
0: An FP, famous person, say their name yeah. wrong, and it gives you power like yes. you don't know who they are.
10: Yes, it's like when you called Patty Smith Pamela in that San Francisco elevator the day you became Betsy's.
0: I didn't call her Pamela. It was a whole other thing. I didn't. I didn't get her name oh. wrong, though. Oh, Pamela. What I'm <laughs> Roy. Oh,
10: well, that's the that's the story I read.
0: Uh huh. Well, it's not the story, but okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
10: All right. Well, so so at, at that point, Taylor goes, "Oh my god! Okay, thank you so much. I'm going to eat this right after the show," and I go typical Redding move you gotta eat it when it's warm
0: so so you're just like you're just like giving her grief non-stop here um, you, you called her Tina what's that?
10: I did yeah I'm an ageist if someone's younger than me you know you, you get what I get but if someone's older like when I met uh, Al Schmitz, the drummer from millions of dead cops I couldn't even talk
0: 'Cause you were so like honored to be that you were showing him hey. respect.
10: Oh my god, yeah. Glenn Howard, I, I passed out.
0: Just meeting your elders.
2: Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I do like that you have respect for your elders, but I don't think it means conversely you should just treat anyone younger worse.
10: That's true. Yeah, that's a lear- that's a real learning uh Experience. That's a teachable moment for Roy. I got to
0: say. Yeah, teachable moment. It's a good thing. You're you're still learning. How's that? Isn't that exciting?
10: Absolutely. I I still am. Yeah. And, and so so after I said you got to eat it when it's warm, I, I I go, which is also what she said. <laughs> and then Tom. Yeah. Tom. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift laughs and she goes it's that's what she said That's that's what it is and i go no it ain't she goes yeah it is i go
0: it ain't she goes it is and then tom we got into a screaming match right there in front of everybody so you're in a screaming match now with taylor swift outside of her own show she's playing a stadium show she needs to preserve her voice And you've got her screaming um, at the top of her lungs because over whether the phrase is that's what she said.
10: Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, right? So (laughs) it was nuts. And it was just like you and your pal arguing about who makes the best fried fish sticks, uh, Gordons of Gloucester or Ocean Fresh.
0: Uh, Roy, I've never had that be an argument.
10: I thought you had a podcast called Fish Stick Nights.
0: I don't have a podcast called fish stick nights
10: okay all right fair enough but anyway you know i gotta say t and i kind of vibed
0: you and taylor swift kind of vibed
10: yeah but don't get no ideas okay it was totally platonic and look if my one week fling with Jenny Lewis has taught me anything, it's that two alpha performers might make powerful sparks in the boudoir, but in the real world, it's like Christofferson and John Peters on the Star is Born
2: said.
0: That's. That was enough information there. That, that could take me a week to process everything you just said. And
6: that's a whole. That's a whole biopic.
0: That's a whole biopic, and Roy, there's some things there that I want to definitely know more about, and there's things I never want to hear again from what you just said.
10: That's
6: my life in a nutshell, Tom. Okay. So, oh, oh, and don't get me started.
10: God forbid you bring home the wrong kind of shard. You know, there's different kinds.
0: Shard, you mean like the vegetable? Tell me about the different shards.
10: I, look, I don't want to get into it. There's Swiss and there's other kind, okay? okay. Look, and and um, honestly, honestly, I, I can't go out with someone from Redding. I mean, how would that look? I got a rep.
0: So you're now explaining to me why you can't date taylor swift
6: yeah and you know
10: and of course there's the opposite side where she basically flat out said i was not her type in any any way whatsoever but you know it was it was good to get that out of the way first and i know you and sarah jessica parker had a similar discussion
0: roy i'd never had a conversation anywhere remotely like that with sarah jessica parker
10: well, I read that in TV Insider.
0: T. What is TV Insider? What is that?
10: Oh, you can get it. You can you can get it at any drugstore here in New in Philly.
0: Okay, it, it's a TV. Was yeah. It was like TV Guide or something.
10: Yes, yeah, yeah, it's printed on that kind of paper too.
0: Oh, that that newsprint.
10: Yeah, it's 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 almost like the maximum rock and roll of TV.
0: Yes. It really was the who the similarities between Maximum Rock and Roll and T V Guide. Nobody's really discussed that.
10: No, they sure don't. They sure don't. Do you think they um, shared any writers? Get, uh, <laughs> oh, I think so. Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that at least um I think Michael Bord, uh he wrote for it sometimes. Mm-hmm. I know Lyle Hyson did. Um, who else? Um uh Tim Yohannan did a little bit I think <laughs> Ruth Schwartz also did These are all uh, they all, they wrote for both well, Maximum
0: Rock and Roll and TV Guide
10: both.
6: Oh yes Oh yeah Tim Johannan, he loved gunsmoke kind of shows
0: <laughs> That's That's uh, you learn something new every day Yeah Jeff Bale he edited both
10: Anyway so check it out So so Back back to the concert. We're standing there just kind of, you know, having fun, and we start whipping on everyone standing around us.
0: Yeah.
10: She even joked that that her head of security was horse from jock squad, and he wasn't there right now because he was doing reps. And then she said, why?
6: Is that
0: nuts? That is shocking. Um, She knows the best show. Hold on. Taylor Swift knows the best show.
6: Yes. Yes. Okay. Isn't that crazy?
0: That is. Tell me. I want to know more about this.
10: Well, then she invited me backstage. So I follow everyone backstage. And oh, my God. Wild
0: scene, Tom. Yeah. How, how? What was it like?
10: Lots of food and drinks. Gritty was there smoking cheap with the fanatic.
0: So gritty and the phil and the Philly fanatic were getting high,
10: smoking tea.
0: Smoking, chi- oh, I don't, I don't like that at all.
10: Okay, um, all right, but I tell you, I ain't been in a situation like that since I snuck backstage when the Stones played JFK in
0: '81. Uh huh. So you're back at you. That didn't you, turn that, out so good. That didn't turn out well when the Stones played JFK Stadium. What happened with that show? Uh, well, what was that?
10: Ian Stewart had me thrown out for lighting an M80 in a portage on while George Thoroughgood was still inside.
0: So you threw an M80 into a portage on that George Thoroughgood was inside?
10: I thought there was like a 40% chance no one was in there.
0: So that's still under Roy, those are very high percentages.
6: Well, he had his
10: lizard skin uh outfit on, jacket, shoes, and also pants, so he was protected.
0: From the M80 you threw into a, a one foot by one foot Portageon.
6: Yeah. That's why you don't see no snakes or lizards getting blown up.
0: I I don't know what do you mean by that.
6: Oh, okay. Anyway, so I'm backstage
10: and just kind of hanging out. Sure. And um, I start hitting it off with I start hitting it off with her bass player Amos. Okay. So he he's running scales now, just kind of getting loose. And I go, "Hey, can I take it for a spin?"
0: Take what for a spin?
10: Is bass. Tom, don't you remember? I played bass in a band called Prowler in the early 80s.
0: I do. I do. I vaguely remember that.
10: Yeah, I was unceremoniously dismissed for pawning the drummer's cymbals so I could buy a pony keg of Schmidt to take to the Triumph show at the Tower.
0: <laughs> yes. Roy, okay. And that's how you, that's why you got kicked out of Prowler.
6: Yeah, and honestly, I wasn't that good at bassist,
0: uh huh. But you still wanted to take but this guy's bass for a spin.
10: Yeah, but you no, know, I practiced and got good at home. So anyway, so I, you know, I, I played the bass and I start playing this Blue Oyster Cult bass line that I love. And who pokes her head into Amos's dressing room? But Taylor Swift. Okay. Tom. Um, yeah. In the most, in the most angelic voice I ever heard, she starts singing.
6: Clock strikes twelve, and moondrops burst out at you
10: from their hiding place, like acid and oil on a madman's face. Reason seems to fly away. Tom, um, she knows secret treaties.
0: So. What you're telling me is that Taylor Swift knows Blue Oyster cult album cuts. Not just Isn't hits.
10: That insane? Not just hits. Like, I thought, oh, maybe she'll know Burden for you from a commercial or something. Yeah.
0: But no, she goes deep. She's she's way deep. Roy, that's, that's a mind blower.
6: You could have knocked me over with a zither when she did that.
0: Okay. That's impressive.
6: Yeah, that I could have been knocked over with a zither.
0: No, that's less impressive. I'm just talking that she knew the. I'm past the zither thing.
10: Okay. Well, yeah, I brought that up because, you know, it's a known fact that John Sebastian would beat the other guys in the Love and Spoonful with a zither if they displeased him.
0: I didn't know that. So, like, Joe Butler or Zal yeah. would be worried. Yeah. Or Steve Boone would be worried that. He'd go off on them.
10: That's why those guys wore hats a lot because they had welts from the zither. Uh,
0: that's that's wild. I didn't know John Sebastian had such Serious. anger issues.
10: Th- that's why he played solo at Woodstock. He was so mad at those guys
0: that he, they were just okay. Wow, that's that's. It's like the stories behind the stories. That's what I get a lot from you, Roy. yeah.
10: I love it. Yeah, that's why I'm here to provide that. So we're hanging. Everyone's just laughing
6: backstage. It's super fun until someone shows up. Who's that? His name begins with J and it ends with Ello man
0: <laughs> Jello man Yes. Yeah, you're, that's... Uh, Kurt Vile's brother Jell-O-Man
6: Oh Oh is he his brother I wouldn't have known
0: Oh that's sarcastic Okay you Yeah would... he,
10: he's throwing K, He was throwing KD's name all over The place from the second he got in that room
0: Uh huh Just letting everybody yeah. know look, That he's, he's Kurt Vile's Brother
10: Everybody and, and I want to say this Just so it's it's out there In public record Davey and me is is copacetic again, okay?
0: You and Kurt are cool again? Yes. Yeah, there's a little messiness there, but I'm glad that seems to be sorted out.
10: Yeah, for those who don't know, we had this whole misunderstanding where he thought I stole all the violators gear from their rehearsal space.
0: Uh Uh-huh. And did you?
6: Are you still there? I think. Oh, I am. No, I was kids. waiting to
0: see if you would admit to doing it or not.
10: Okay, so like anyway, getting back to, to the to the 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 show. So uh-huh. anyway,
0: yeah,
10: you know, Jello Man's going. My my brother this, my brother that, sure. my brother brother. But bro. I'm getting sick of it. I'm getting sick of it, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you're getting sick of it.
10: So I walk up to Phoebe Bridger's. And I take this giant glass of freshly squeezed beet juice out of her hands, right? Yeah. And I throw it right into jell Man's chiseled face.
0: Right into his face, okay.
10: All, all over his white t-shirt. Uh-huh. And everyone's
6: mad at me. I get thrown out.
0: Yeah. you You threw something at someone. You should get yeah, thrown but, out. What
10: I threw, but what I threw at him was healthy.
0: That doesn't make any difference whether it was healthy or not. You don't throw Why? things at people. Why? Because you threw something at someone, Roy.
10: All right. Well, okay. Might have had to rethink that. But so I, I. So they make me leave, and but Taylor she pulls me aside and said, you know, said
6: it was cool meeting you, and here's the cool thing. Yeah. He said
2: when she plays Philly again,
10: Karate Man can open the show.
0: Wait, who can open the show?
6: Karate Man.
0: I don't I don't know what you're saying.
6: Oh, karate man is my all Philly movie tribute band.
0: Wait, it's your tribute band to, to who?
6: Basically we do a tribute show to movies that is set in Philadelphia. Okay. How cool is that?
0: That's a pretty cool idea. So you your band right? is called Karate Man, and they do tributes yeah. to different movies that are set in Philadelphia. What like what tell me what kind of things you pay tribute to?
10: Well the movie from whence we get we get our name.
6: Mm-hmm.
0: Which is what now? You know
6: what it is? I don't. Karate Man. Oh, come on.
1: Help
0: me out, Roy.
6: Trading Places.
0: Okay. I'm sorry I didn't memorize Trading Places. Well, I did. I, it's clear you did. <laughs>
10: Okay, well, it's the scene where Eddie Murphy's in the jail cell and he's talking to the other guys, one of whom is played by a young Giancarlo Esposito. Yes. And he's he's bragging about his, you know, his fighting ability, and he goes, I'm a karate man. Karate man brews on the inside.
0: Okay. So that's the that's what you named okay. your band after.
10: Yeah, it seems pretty obvious. I mean, you hear that and you just go, silly, right?
0: Uh, oh sure okay
10: Okay well look Let's talk about the members of my band We got two drummers just like Adam and the Answer the Almond Brothers
0: Uh huh okay
10: Got Dean Clean We got Dean Clean from the Dead Milkmen right Okay And then we got David Wasickening from the Hooters
0: So you have Dean Clean From Dead Milkmen and Dave Wasickening from the Hooters and who else?
6: Okay, hey, we have got Patrick Berkery. He's kind of our Ray Cooper. He does
10: all the percussive magic that those songs require. Okay. And then we have got Eric Bazillion from the Hooters on guitar. Okay. And then we got Amanda Bartley from Swearing on bass. Okay. And then we got Slow from Mara on lap steel.
0: All right, cool.
10: And there'll we, and we got two keyboard players, Jerry Wendell from Robert Hazard and the heroes, and also Kamal Gray from the
0: roots. Okay. So that's a pretty impressive lineup there.
6: I didn't, I'm not done yet. We also oh, got okay. a lead guitar, my, my, Michael Shermick.
0: Who? Oh, please. Who's Michael Shermick? No offense to Michael Shermick, I just he don't.
1: He
10: was only the lead guitarist in Cinderella and Britney Fox. Oh,
0: okay, uh, apologies then, apologies.
10: No apology could
0: be too big. Okay, sorry.
10: All right, hey, how about we play a game, okay? I'll say, one, I'll say a song title, and then you gotta tell me what silly movie it's from, okay?
0: Okay, I mean, based on Karate Man, I don't know how I'm going to do here, but I'll certainly give it a shot.
6: We'll start with an easy one. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Actually, more, it's like hey, hey, hey.
0: Not that's not what's happening.
6: The first way, I, the inflection, the first way was was kind of
0: misleading. No, it's it's. Hey, hey, hey! Oh, Fat Albert, okay. okay. Um
6: okay. Um The Ballad of John Book.
0: I don't know what that is.
6: Come on, it's from Witness.
0: Witness I don't remember yeah. Witness.
6: John Book was the main character to Harrison Ford played. Okay. Okay. All right. How about this one? You know who's going to know this one? Who? If you're listening.
10: Jake Fogel Noop.
0: Jake Fogelnoop. Noop. It's Fogel Nest, but yeah. um, okay. okay.
10: Okay. Well, this, the song's called, And She Stepped on the Ball.
0: I don't know. I don't know.
10: That's Trading Places also. Okay. All right. We got one called, That's a Good Scream. That's a good scream.
0: Um, I think that's going to be blowout.
10: Yes. Good job, Tom. See, I keep telling you you're not a complete dope.
0: <laughs> Thank you. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me.
10: That's, that's why I'm here. We've got to compliment each other sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's nice.
10: Okay, what movie is this from? Or is this inspired by? Wyatt Wheeler Blues.
0: I I don't know.
1: Philadelphia
10: with Tom Hanks. Okay. Okay. We got a song called The Playful Rich.
0: The Playful Rich? I don't yeah. know. I don't know.
10: Philadelphia story.
0: Okay, Philadelphia story, sure.
6: $90,000 phone call.
0: Don't I don't know. Clean and sober. Clean and sober. The Michael. That's one of Michael Keaton's best movies. Sure. Yes. Okay. Well, that's beside... but you're saying it as if I'm supposed to have studied it. Well,
6: I thought you were in the industry.
0: That doesn't mean I watch Clean and Sober with a notebook. All
6: right. Well, here's one. You're... Here's one anyone listening is going to get. Okay. Curse of the Autobots.
0: Curse of the Autobots. I don't know.
6: Yeah. Transformers, Revenge of the Falling. Some of it takes place in Philly. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, it looks like you got a 10% out of 100. Oh, my God. Well.
0: Yeah, not a high score, huh?
10: Not not a good high, high score. But, Tom, the showstopper. Yeah. Of our of our whole production.
0: What is that? You're going to
10: get blown away when you see it. Okay. I come on stage in, 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 in kind of a Glen or Glenda sort of concept. Half of me is Burgess Meredith as Mickey in the Rocky movies. Okay. And then the the other half is Burgess Meredith as Horace in the Broadway play The Remarkable Mr. Pennypacker, which some of it takes place in
6: Philly.
0: That's very specific.
6: Yeah, but you know what? What's that? I got the outfit
10: on. I got the outfit on right now, and I gotta say, I'm looking in the mirror. It it don't look right, and it's probably because it's not vertical. the The top half is Mr. Penny Packer, and the bottom half is Mickey.
0: That's not how you do the the that effect.
10: Yeah, I guess not.
0: No, you uh, you did uh, it the no. wrong way. What?
10: I spent $10,000 on this
0: well that's a lot of money to spend on something that you got that wrong
10: yeah so anyway I'll fix that but so the lights go down I come out and we launch into the only cover that that the karate man does what's the first song you think of when you think of the city of brotherly
0: love Tom gonna fly now
6: what no you get two more guesses
0: Ain't no stopping us now,
6: what no, you get one more guess,
2: um, man, what's
0: another Philly song I think of punk rock girl?
6: what no tell them you're out of guesses,
0: oh okay, okay, what is it?
6: Hey. Daryl Hall's 1993
10: Quiet Storm Slow Jam, I'm in a Philly Mood.
0: Okay, Daryl, Daryl, so solo Daryl Hall. Yeah,
10: it's remarkably close to that three times one minus one song, remember
6: that?
0: (laughs) I do, yes. So he's in it, I'm in a Philly Mood, that's a song you open with?
6: Well, no. That's what that's what
10: we we stop the show with. That's that's what we call a showstopper. It's sometimes you know like right in the middle of the set.
0: Okay, that's when you can stop yeah, the show. Okay, pretty... gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Oh
10: yeah. Oh okay. oh no.
0: What?
6: Oh no. What
0: is it, Roy?
6: Oh no. What what what's
0: going on? What?
6: I'm, I'm going to
0: come clean to you. Okay. Yeah. Okay please
10: I know I know you've always thought of me as, as as your priest and kind of like a father figure I've never to you.
0: never I've never thought that once Roy but go ahead
10: We
6: okay we could talk about that all night but now it's time for me to confess something to you Okay Tom It, it, it was me that started
10: that fire the other day down to Tony
0: you started the fire that destroyed I-95? Yay! <laughs> oh, Roy, That's a, uh, what happened?
6: I was grilling s'mores with one of those grills you store in your sock.
0: A grill? I don't know what a grill that you store in your sock even is.
6: Oh, I have a vivid memory of a previous caller talking all about this particular product.
0: Oh, I do remember that now. Yes. You're right. See? So, yes, you're okay, okay. All right.
10: So, I mean, I was just I was driving along and then I just got to compulsion, and it's it's like Soft Grill's slogan. Sometimes you just gotta grill right now,
6: man.
0: Okay. I didn't know that was their slogan. I didn't even know okay. So yeah. you got the urge yeah, to grill. So yeah, the yeah, the man really makes it. Um so you did what now? You started you just pulled over and started grilling right on the right on the highway?
10: No. And I was on, on the shoulder, but I was right you know, it, under the overpass. And it's going great. I'm making some delicious s'mores and then I think What if I added a flambe element to to
0: it? Okay, sure. So you, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I can see where I can see where things are going wrong here.
10: Yeah, and Tom, uh, uh, the answer to that question, in retrospect, is a hard no.
0: Yeah, it sounds like a definite, a definite pass on that.
10: Yeah, I, I I I'll be the first to admit the 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 gasoline to Yingling ratio just wasn't right.
0: Uh huh. So, so so then what happened? Know, it
10: it it starts flaming. I can't control it. So then, it, what else could I do but flee? Right.
0: You what could you do but flee?
6: Yeah, yeah.
0: So. Yeah. So
6: I, I I took off and then and
10: then judging by what's going on in front of my row house, they must have traced the batch number on the crimp box. <laughs> oh, Tasty Cake, why do you have to be such a coin operated <laughs> bitch when it comes to record keeping?
0: <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, well Oh man
6: <laughs> oh, They must have traced it back to me.
0: So they're outside.
6: Um, you
10: you know how in in a, in some filmed entertainment, someone tries to imply the threat of violence by hitting one hand, like their open hand with an object that's nestled into the other hand. of Yes, thing? sure,
0: sure, I, of course they do.
10: Well, right now, Philadelphia Secretary of Infrastructure Martin Deadweiler, he's doing just that right now with a miniature Phillies
6: bat.
0: Oh no. Well Roy, I, I can say this. You did make a mess and it seems like it seems like it might might be kinda time to pay the piper. Oh, 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 oh,
6: oh
0: no. This is the worst I felt in weeks. <laughs> weeks? So you feel this is not that rare. I told you my life is out of hand.
6: <laughs> Oh, right. Oh, uh, okay. Well, Tom, I'm gonna handle like I
10: handle all my problems. How's that? I'm gonna shut the door, pretend I ain't in here, and watch
0: YouTube videos of
10: uh, Karen's getting getting uh, made fun of. <laughs> Shh.
0: So that's how you're gonna cope with this. Oh,
10: uh, I'm getting under the covers right now, for okay. all the so All right, Tom.
0: Well, best of luck to you, Roy. Thank
10: you. I'll probably need you to be a character witness.
0: Well, we'll talk about it.
6: Okay. All right. You have a good night, and hopefully I'll see you on the outside. You
0: too, Roy. Okay. Bye. 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 Well, that was pretty exciting there, Philly Boy Roy. About that, it is time to play our interview with Kasha. This is so exciting, because first of all, let me just say, we get guests on the show, and it's generally the bottom of the barrel. It's, we're pulling really from this <laughs> the scrap heap of show business. Once in a while, we throw out the lines, and we get a shark is on the end of the fishing line. Or a, I love that. And that's we have a shark, a great white. Are you a great white? Well, you're great.
11: I lo- I am great and I am white. And you are
0: white. So <laughs> yes. Yeah, so now Kesha, <laughs> this is so exciting to have you here and for us to talk and and you're just uh we've kind of been working toward this for a while and now we're here.
11: Here we are.
0: Yes. And you are in the middle of a very exciting stretch right now. A very it's like uh, you've been waiting for this album to come out for a long time, it seems. My
11: God, yes. It's been a really long time. Mm-hmm. It's been three years in the making.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's the album's called Gag Order, and it's out now. And th- in terms of the growth as an artist, you... You're kind of like you. You've taken steps forward with every record. Like you've tried new things. You've done things. But the leap yeah. between records, between High Road and this record, is like a. It's like you jumped the Grand Canyon on this one.
11: I did. I like. I feel like a Bigfoot.
0: <laughs> okay. Can you expand on. on that? No, that's what we, okay. <laughs> Absolutely not. Okay, no, I no. feel
11: like a. A Bigfoot trudging through the forest of Northern California. Mm -hmm. And this time, I just feel like I was given so much time and space from everyone and everything that the inside of my mind broke and I had to put it all into an album. I had to say all the things I've been wanting to say, but they felt too much, too vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Like... I was scared to say all this stuff, but I have then realized, for whatever reason, I've been given this beautiful life of doing what I do. I'm an artist, and if I don't say all the things that I'm honestly going through, mm-hmm. then my art is not going to be the greatest art it can be. And I would be doing a disservice to myself and also to the people that are on this ride with me, my fans. So, Absolutely. here we
0: are. And it's very true. There's, this, there's a, a saying... With creative stuff, leap, and a net shall appear, and it kind of feels like you did that like you you jumped into the pool, not knowing if there's water in the pool
11: absolutely. I did, and I think david Bowie, i'm gonna I don't remember the exact quote, but he says, like, always be in a place where you're or where you can't touch the bottom is where the greatness happens. something like that. I'm mm-hmm. butchering it, but so. I kept reminding myself of that because Bowie's, you know, he's Bowie.
0: Sure. When did the, like, how did the initial you seeing what this, this record could be start to take shape in terms of the sound of the record? I know the lyrics and the emotion behind it is one thing, but the sound is it's a huge shift in, in that regard also. And so what were the, what were the influences or the, the thing, the things you wanted to try or see what was you could touch With just on the sheerly on a musical standpoint.
11: Well, musically, it wasn't a particular genre. Like, I'm calling the album post pop because I don't know what it sounds like. I'm actually curious if you were to put it in a genre of music, what that would be, or like what you would call the sound because I don't know what to call it.
0: It's kind of, and look, I wouldn't compare it, it's not apples to apples, of course. But it it makes me think a lot of when, when Radiohead did OK yeah. Computer and then suddenly they said, no, we're doing Kid A next. We're going to just pour some gasoline on what we did in the past, set that on fire. And then what's left is where we stand. And maybe you call this record Kid K.
11: Oh, my God. Love that. So special K,
0: special K, but there is a lot of that in it where you're playing with, you're playing with mood more than I think you've ever, when then you've ever explored to such a consistent degree. And the record is also just kind of like, it's a pure album. It's a, you know, it's, it really, it holds up from beginning to end and it's a consistent statement. Because your other albums, as as great as everything is, it's like there's obviously singles and then there's songs mm-hmm. that work around the singles and maybe singles led the charge on some of them. Yeah. But this feels like boom, this is an album.
11: Absolutely. And I got to work with Rick Rubin, which was beyond. Sure. Like you I was listening to you and you were talking about Rick Rubin. I forget like what the conversation was exactly but
0: yeah, he's one of the most we, we, we've we been doing this podcast series where we go through everything rick rubin has produced in order and we listen to all of it and we talk about all of it you know great good weird bad others because he's done a million things so he's going to cover every everything on the spectrum is going to has happened on this guy's uh watch How did, but he, but what it kind of reveals itself is that he's such a confounding, interesting guy that he's like, it's more of a question even after you listen to this stuff than before. You have like, you're less sure of who this guy is in a way once you start exploring it, if that makes sense.
11: Yeah. How did that
0: come about?
11: My manager was like, it was all very magical. My my manager was like, "I think it's time you meet Rick," and I was like, <laughs> "The fuck are you talking about?" And so then I met Rick, mm-hmm. and we ended up getting along really well and talking about well, a bunch of different different spiritual stuff. We talked; mm. we're both Pisces. We talked about collecting random vintage shit. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about mental health,
0: like what kind of vintage it's, stuff? Are you collecting? What What were you?
11: Um, I have a strange addiction to collecting vintage lamps. Okay. And um, yeah, that's I, I, co- I collect weird folk art, but I specifically my true love is vintage lamps. Okay. Do you collect any weird stuff? I was at your house. I feel like you had some weird things around.
0: Yeah, I I kinda collect uh a lot of uh little things, like a lot of little things. Um I started trying to collect the first Velvet Underground album banana covers, like with the mm. original ones that you could still peel, and I found out it's a very expensive
11: yeah, I was gonna say thing that's that an expensive hobby.
0: I might not be cut out to collect those after all. Um, but yeah, I think you, so. You had that. So you had a bunch in common with him. What were your preconceived notions of who Rick Rubin might be before you actually met him?
11: Well, I know, you know, I know what I know. Which I thought he was like this Buddha-like motherfucker that kind of ran a cult in Malibu, <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
11: and and then I thought, well, he's the greatest music producer of all time mm-hmm. those were my preconceived notions sure. and i wasn't far off
0: on either, it's not, f- either front no
11: I, I don't think he like means to be cult-like but there's something about him where you just want to do what he does because it's very much feels like the closest i've ever come to being in the room with buddha
0: sure that magnetism that is it kind yeah. of get drawn in
11: on it he's very wise Mm -hmm. so i found myself like like a little baby duckling he -hmm. would like order a blue smoothie and i was like i want the blue smoothie too (laughs) Uh and then he walks around barefoot and i started walking around barefoot and he you know wears really simple things and the beginning of the album there's like pictures of me coming in with my gucci on Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah let's do it and then by the end i look like a little like Wanna be Rick Rubin clone. I'm wearing a oversized <laughs> t-shirt, barefoot, walking around with my blue smoothie. So That's- I don't know. There's something about the guy that is kind of indescribably magical. And if I were gonna try to describe it, it would be he allows. Okay. He allows like I felt like there was nothing I could say or do that would shock this man. Okay. Genuinely. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like a front. He really allows you to just be.
0: Okay, is is it the kind of thing where he's like, "Hey, I listen to all your music," and no, where do he'd you never go?
11: heard TikTok. He never heard TikTok. Wow! Before.
0: So he just met you. He responded to you, the human, which is
11: exciting. Yeah.
0: Well, that's a huge compliment.
11: I know. I was kind of shocked. So he's still kind of shocked.
0: He saw the artist because of just you as you. That's very exciting.
11: It is exciting. It was very flattering. And I just, I feel like I almost went on this psychedelic journey
0: mm-hmm.
11: with him. And he was like the spirit, like, not the, he was like the shaman.
0: Sure. And, and you just, ha- you eventually just, the record starts to take shape. Were you surprised at, oh my God, this is what this record's going to be? What was that like as it started to reveal itself?
11: I mean, it was terrifying. It's still a little scary because it's so vulnerable and I find it to be so intimate. It's like I literally took a microphone and allowed the entire world to just listen to what's happening in my head. Mm -hmm. But with him, musically, he likes more minor chords. We would look up like we would sit and try to find the saddest key. Mm -hmm. Like it was very intentional. Every little every little sound was so intentional. And it was really cool because coming from the pop machine, Mm -hmm. like nobody gives a fuck about anything except for what's going to make money. That's the bottom line, only Mm -hmm. thing that matters. So to be, like having to unlearn that process and connect with music as art Mm -hmm. was really fucking cool. I'm so grateful. It's
0: really exciting and it's it's exciting for, for you to feel like this is a line you have drawn now in the sand as an artist to say, yeah this is where I stand now. And you did other yeah. things and you're doing this and you did it, you've, you're have you doing it outstandingly. So it's Thank very exciting. You. I
11: feel, oh God, I kind of feel like I I built a house and burnt it down mm-hmm. and I'm dancing on the ashes of who I once was.
0: Mm-hmm. who knows who knows knows? nobody knows that's and that's the exciting part of it who knows so leaving that what were the kind of hesitations uh if there were any about leaving the pop machine uh behind on this record like getting out of truly leaving your comfort zone
11: oh god so many things i think like Scared people are going to judge my mental health, think I'm crazy. Um, people aren't going to buy it. People aren't going to show up to my shows. My entire livelihood's going to be different. I'm going to be considered a has been. People are going to make fun of me. People aren't going to get it. Mm-hmm. People are going to think I'm not as talented as I once was. Mm-hmm. Like a lot, but it's beautiful when you make something you're really proud of because now that it's a material thing that has been put out into the world and I've set the bird free, I kind of don't have one single fuck to give about what people think. Like I've read a couple of negative comments Mm
1: -hmm.
11: and I'm just like, ha, you don't get it, you unevolved bitch. Like, instead of being like, oh, my God, I'm so hurt because I know this album is good.
0: Yeah. You can, you do not have to, you are looking straight ahead. You don't have to look back. You don't have to look side to side. You just keep looking ahead because you you did do it. And if the people, if you're going to counter a thing, I'm saying a nice thing. So that counts against one of the negative things. (laughs) So you're equal with with those. I think God, you count for, like, at least 47 people. 47. Oh, that's the <laughs> – you are just killing me with these compliments. I don't know how to handle all this. So, you – in the, in terms of the songwriting process, there's an interesting thing. You were – one of my good friends is Kurt Vile. Oh, yes. He's, he's, you know he's one of my – I've known him for however long and just I love him to death. And you worked with Kurt on in, in the songwriting process a little bit.
11: Can, uh, yes, can I tell you a funny story? Actually, it involves you. Sure, um,
0: it's the best okay, kind well, of story.
11: I know you're gonna love it. So, first of all, I have to say my ex is so pissed. I'm talking to you because he's the one that showed me who you are. Okay. And he listens to this, and he's like, "Please don't ever go on this show." So I can, I can never, like, I can't not listen. So sorry about sorry. that. But second of all, I, I thank him because through listening to your show, mm-hmm. I started hearing Kurt like drop in and be a weirdo. Uh huh. And I always loved Kurt and listened yeah. to his music, but listening to your show, listening to him talk on your show was the reason I reached out to him to write.
0: Oh, that's amazing. So you reached out to Kurt because you heard him be a goofball with me on the show. Yes. And what what is it? What were those things about his music that popped for you initially before you knew him as a person?
11: Uh, I think that he has a combination of severe talent and humor, mm-hmm. and he's just like painstakingly cool.
0: Yes, he's he is that person. Like that's that's my favorite thing about Kurt is. The person who I have know in real life and the person who I you see on stage, that's literally the same guy. There's yeah, no... and he's like
11: he's the man. He's such a nice mm-hmm. person. I love nice people. Yeah, too. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you're like a really cool guy,
0: mm-hmm.
11: you're not always that nice. But he's like a cool guy. That's really nice. He
0: is. Yeah. Do you know about his brother, Paul Jello Man? I
11: wait. I have heard about jello man but what i forgot that also i'm not he, supposed to say bad words with you you can so say bad to, words
0: at the new show you're gonna have to bleep me you say any word you want Kesha.
11: okay paul, great tell me about jello man kurt's
0: brother paul uh goes to festivals and he brings jello shots and he sells jello shots at different uh music festivals all across the country and his he's known as Jell O Man. The first time I met him, this giant breaking bad style RV pulled up and he had coolers of Jell-O shots that he was just making to take to EDM festivals or Coachella. Oh and and at first they started to throw him out of these things, but now they're just like, Hey, Jell O Man. So he's now a legend.
11: Is he single?
0: I don't. I don't know. I'll find out for you. He's a he's a strapping young man, though. He does uh, a lot of mason work too, so he's he's uh, he's a tough guy. Look, this could be uh, this could, this could be, be it. This could be it. You'll watch this. You'll watch this video. Forty years from now, you and Jello Man will watch the moment you learned about Jello Man
11: little jello babies little jello babies
0: (laughs) yeah so what was it like creatively with kurt
11: with kurt we only got together once and we got together downtown a couple years ago and i remember we wrote this cool song and then at the end of the session i was like i kind of want to write a song about being a house cat Mm -hmm. and another great thing about kurt is he was just like yeah right on man yeah great didn't bat an eyelash so Mm -hmm. we ended up then we wrote a song about being a house cat which is now an outro to one of my favorite songs on the album
0: yes and the songwriting credits on that that might be the greatest list of songwriting credits it's you kurt the ramones it's just seeing that list is that's a that's a pretty cool uh List of of, of songwriting credits for um, the drama.
11: Yeah, that was insane. Yeah. That was insane to have the Ramones. The song Kurt and I wrote is Mm -hmm. interpolated with a Ramones. It's a Ramones interpolation. They're weaving Mm -hmm. in and out of each other. And if you listen to that song, everybody, the outro is supposed to sound like if you've been to Disneyland. Okay, and if if you've gone on the the water ride, you know is it what's it called?
0: The law, lo- like Splash a lo- Splash yeah. Mountain, Splash yeah.
11: Mountain. Okay, yeah. You know, and have you been?
0: I have not been to Disneyland. What? I'm going in next in July. I'm going.
11: Like ever in your life?
0: No, I I I was in New Jersey up until three years ago, or three three or so years ago, and there was a whole pandemic there that kind of limited me doing stuff
11: no like no that. no no you yeah. were alive for many years before the pandemic why yeah. did you not ever go to, did you ever go to disney world
0: i did go to disney world once
11: oh okay okay
0: but i went but i used to be in new jersey i would go to great adventure this was six flags great adventures where we oh, were. okay so i i'm familiar with log flumes and things like that so but just it's not whole not thing. you camera.
11: have to if you know, you don't, know, but when you're going up and you're about to go crashing down, uh-huh. you're passing by all these little like characters that are being like, we're going to eat some bunnies, we're going to eat some bunnies, uh-huh. and you start going faster, and then this wolf is boiling bunnies, and then they're like, <laughs> and there's children screaming, and then you're about to like plunge to your maybe imminent death, and so that's what I want that song to sound like.
0: Wow. That first one was the scariest thing I've ever heard. That description there. I don't know if I have it in me to go on that ride or maybe ever in any ride after that. That was a ride I just went on. It was. Uh, That's
11: your personal song. I that
0: was Kesha Mountain. I just went on the ride, with the wolves and bunnies being boiled. Um, what if I went there and none of that was on at Splash Mountain and I was just like, what was she talking about? With-
11: <laughs> That's. Totally possible. Uh Now you're going to have to report back.
0: Yes, I will give you a full report. Um, So you are now, you're coming up on 15 years in this career. It's really amazing when time flies so fast that suddenly you're, you are just a capital A artist who's been around for a good while with things. And what like when you think about who you were back in two thousand eight, two thousand nine, like like well for who who was the first famous person you met?
11: Like post me, but like not out through music? your
0: mom because you probably met people because your mom
11: yeah
0: was uh, is a songwriter.
11: Hmm.
0: So who did you meet with your who did you meet on your own where you were just like oh my god I'm on the ride now. Speaking of rides, hmm.
11: Well, I met Ludacris when I moved to L.A. and he was having an after party and I kept sneaking in and getting kicked out. Then I also snuck into Prince's house when I was like newly 18. Okay. But I never met him. I just like.
0: How how do you sneak into Prince's house?
11: I feel like just by the way, I don't condone this behavior and I have karmically gotten people trying to break into my house back so yeah i'm not like i'm not saying this is a good idea but i snuck under the fence and went in the side door was unlocked and then i went in the elevator Mm -hmm. and then i just followed the sound
0: okay yeah but this is this is a for the audience this is a do as i say not as i do moment please god this is this stops the the circle is is closed on that. Everybody,
11: <laughs> don't do no, it. No,
0: don't. Um, so and, and so that's so. So who did you meet when you were a kid? Because your mom was a, was a a pretty successful songwriter in yeah. her own right.
11: Totally, she still is. Like we wrote a lot of the songs on gag order together, which was cool mm-hmm. because with my mom, she's been writing songs for forever. She wrote a song for Dolly Parton and then Johnny Cash sang it and then Merle Haggard sang it. So it became like a country standard because in country music, people sing each other's songs.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes,
11: not really like that in pop so much. But in country, I feel like they honor each other like that, which is cool. So the first famous person I remember meeting through my mom was I met Dolly Parton at the chiropractor.
0: Wow. How old were you at the at that point?
11: Like seven or something. Okay.
0: And she was there trying. She had sciatica or whatever, and she's trying to take care of her. I'm
11: trying to call Dolly Parton out on her ailments. <laughs>
0: no, well, like if you assume if you're at the chiropractor, you got something going on. We can assume something was happening. So you met Dolly Parton at the chiropractor.
11: It was probably from holding up her.
0: Sure. It can, yeah, that would that adds. It's a it's a real strain. It is. Yes. Um, Conjuring Kesha <laughs> was your. You did a show a year or so ago, where it's you and guests going into the worst places on earth, mm-hmm. taunting <laughs> demons and. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 saying, are you a good demon, Are you a bad demon? And then the light flashes, and then then Get the guys like, oh, this could be a trick. The demons lie. It
11: they do. I'm sure They're they to do. Trying your trust, Tom. Mm-hmm.
0: So what? This is so. This is a this is a, a this is a lifelong fascination with the supernatural. Yes, I
11: saw my first like, Spirit when I was, like, four or five. I saw some spaceships in Joshua Tree mm, 10 years ago. I'm sure. Well, so I, I might put an to asterisk
0: go. next to those. Anybody sees spaceship out in Joshua Tree might have to put a qualifier next to. Wait, cause, why? Because people go to Joshua Tree. I'm saying for myself as much as anybody. You might not be... Uh, of sound mind? <laughs> yes. You might not be a sound Like, I think we've all seen a few spaceships in Joshua Tree.
11: Okay, maybe. But <laughs> from, if my memory is serving me, I sure. think I was completely sober. Okay.
0: All right. That's all I needed to hear. I, I would recuse myself from the discussion if I was like, yeah, I saw a spaceship. And because I also was just like. I think uh, there's somebody out here trying to kill us also that's where my brain also goes
11: I mean in Joshua Tree that's also very likely
0: yes it is not yes it's a definite possibility so so you've always had this fascination with what it what else is out there
11: yeah I mean I think you either are obsessive with this stuff or not Mm -hmm. do you like Like supernatural stuff?
0: Yes, I I do. I'm terrified of some of that stuff. Like, like I would be like, I rewatched the one with you and um, Whitney Cummings. And there's a moment where you just go, yeah, I got to (laughs) go. And I would be a lot quicker to, yeah, I got to get out of here than you were. I give you
11: Well, Whitney was upstairs talking to like a transgender demon that may or may not have been transgender trying to gain her trust to trick her into submitting her soul because they like can crawl inside your body and mm-hmm. possess you if you're not careful.
0: Yeah, it was. It was that show is so much fun because first of all, you're decked out head to toe looking as cool as possible, orange lipstick, cowboy hat and then you're going in and you're going, is there a demon in here? It's the the greatest everybody should watch every episode of Conjuring Kesha. I feel
11: like truly in my heart that is like people are sleeping on the funnest. You want Some escapism, bitch. Yeah. Watch that show.
0: It it is so much fun because (laughs) it's also like that episode. You got some dude who's got like a cross around his neck and he's not in the room. He's like at the other end of the thing on a watching on a screen, the heat (laughs) test. And you see something crawling on the wall. It's like that guy's nowhere. He's supposed to be the expert. He's nowhere near the danger.
11: Oh, my God. What's his name? Michael yeah Mm -hmm. or something and i'm bad at names but i remember that guy because fuck michael (laughs) whatever your name is Uh because he was like gassing me up to be so scared Uh and trying to put me in a room with a demon like i can deal with ghosts i can deal with bigfoot i can deal with aliens i can deal with like all of it but like demons According mm-hmm. to Michael or whatever his name is, yeah, can inhabit your body and go home with you and ruin your life
0: mm-hmm.
11: and kill you. Yeah, you don't think that's rude?
0: Oh, no, I was, I was worried that it was gonna be like the end of the thriller video where you were talking, saying, Oh, we got out of there, and then you turn and then your eyes go ah, 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 like, <laughs> it's like, Oh, no, the demons in Kesha. <laughs> maybe that's what happened because then you're on the new record you're yelling about being possessed and i'm just like maybe this <laughs> and being,
11: is i i think i say i'm a demon like multiple times yes. on the new record
0: <laughs> you're gonna have to put the demon on as a co-writer for some of these songs
11: wait that was so funny i will say like i look back at making conjuring kesha with the mm-hmm. utmost joy in my, i think it's the yeah. happiest i've ever been in my life <laughs>
0: Going into abandoned prisons and trying to find what was this truly the scariest moment where you're just like, oh no, I think I'm bit off more than I can chew on no, this. it was one. the
11: demon with yeah. Michael, whatever his okay, name is. That
0: was the worst one.
11: That was why I'm like, that guy was fear mongering mm-hmm. me.
0: Yes. There was but a great, th- yeah. Okay.
11: Oh, I was going to tell you, no, in the last episode, if you haven't seen it, it's me and Big Frida Mm -hmm. going to a haunted insane asylum that they used to perform lobotomies on people, like 10,000 lobotomies. And this place was open till the 90s. Wow. So we were there and in front of my eyeballs, Mm -hmm. I saw my cameraman get scratched down the spine and started like welting up. And then the guy who was like lovely chip coffee pours holy water on his back, and the scratch goes away.
0: Wow, where was Michael then?
11: Yeah, where where were, where were, were you, Michael? You, yeah. Michael?
0: Yeah, I will say on the episode of Whitney Cummings, you ran out of the room and left her in there alone. I did. <laughs> I'm a really bad friend. <laughs> you
11: we're just
0: like, yeah, she's back there.
11: <laughs> she. If you watched that episode, I don't know if you saw the part where the some critter starts crawling on her. Some oh yeah, supernatural creature starts touching her knee. Mm-hmm. And she's just standing there like, okay.
0: Well, she's coming out of She's dealt with enough LA comics I think at this point to not be flustered by a demon.
11: She wasn't at all.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah, she's just like, eh, whatever. This is like the comedy store. Um,
11: <laughs> I think that's what she said.
0: <laughs> so... Yeah, that was the show was so much fun. And you are you should I would I would hope cuz now you've come out of the other side of this of this experience with this record and you said it's 3 years it took to get to the finish line for this. Yeah. Do you come out of this feeling like you said you felt like the house burned down and you're in the ashes? Um I saw a Q&A with, with Questlove after he made the Summer of Soul movie. I went to see it at the New Beverly, and he spoke afterwards, and he said, after I made this movie, now I feel like I can do anything. Like, I feel like I don't have to ask permission. I feel like if I want to do it, I, ha- I give myself permission to do things. Do you feel any of that now?
11: Yeah, I feel like a clean slate. Okay. Like, I could become a lawyer. I could open at gay bar in nashville
0: mm-hmm.
11: i could become a marine biologist or i could make more music i don't know sure well i mean I, I feel I,
0: like i'd hope you'd keep thinking about music as uh, something on the list rather than the marine biologist. i mean it's
11: in there i love the ocean creatures tom do you know that whales can talk to each other from like across the world one whale will sing a whale song and then across the whole world another whale will repeat this song
0: mm-hmm. i didn't know that but then again i'm talking to the great white kesha Listen, i
11: know about the i know about the animals of the sea mm-hmm.
0: that'll be your next show deep sea kesha
11: <laughs> i hope so are you kidding i tried to sell a show it mm-hmm. was me like wandering around looking at animals and nobody would buy it
0: uh-huh I, it I went to South Africa a couple of years ago with, with uh, Julia and we went to Cape Town and we went on a shark dive. And oh, you got, did it? Yeah, we got in the cage and it was this, like Julia loves sharks so much. This shark swims by the cage and turns around the tail goes between the bars and like slapped her in the face and she was like that was the greatest moment of my life was getting a smacked by a shark tail like a shark so honestly yeah
11: we would really get along
0: oh no you i i believe you would i think
11: because i i got bitch slapped by a whale shark once and that's one of my favorite moments of my life really How did that happen?
0: How did that happen?
11: I I was swimming with whale sharks in Mexico. And this one just came up, and I think I was being kind of annoying. Mm -hmm. I just kept telling him how cute he was, and like and then he just smacked me with his fin. Uh huh. So I think I deserved it. It's fine.
0: No, you didn't deserve it. See. So marine biologist aside, Mm
11: -hmm. what
0: could you see next for you? I know you're just doing it now. You don't want to necessarily think about next. Are there there new artistic dreams you have that you feel like maybe I could go do anything now?
11: Yeah, I do. I really do. I think that in all seriousness, I might do marine biology. I was hanging out with Brian May, and he... he's a astrophysicist or he does yeah, something with he, the stars. Like he has a whole degree mm-hmm, in something else. So mm-hmm. you can do both. Yeah. But I think the point, point I'm trying to make is, is like, I've really run the gamut of super pop to post pop. And like, I feel very satisfied. I feel very satisfied with this record. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it completes me. Some of my fans are posting this thing where it's like the Old Testament is my old records and the New Testament is my last three records. And I feel like, I just feel like it's a very complete idea. So who I was and what I've gone through and who I am, Mm -hmm. there's a complete picture there. So, I mean, I'll probably make music till I'm dead, but like, I don't feel incomplete any longer which is really a nice feeling
0: that's an amazing place to get to i'm really glad that you've at this point you've gotten to that place where you can be where you are and stand on your own two feet feeling like that that's spectacular
11: thanks but i think in the future i really do want to open um a drag bar in nashville okay especially after the latest drag bands Mm -hmm. like a huge passion of mine is lgbtq plus rights and making safe a safe space for people to be the weirdest most awkward version of themselves so Mm -hmm. having a physical space for people to come do that as this kind of like fuck you to the drag band would be it's on my list it's my dream list i want to i'm writing a movie okay I'm writing a musical shit. I'm actually up to a lot. I just announced a tour yesterday.
0: I saw, and I have a question about what is the balance going to be like on that tour for you to, you have so much varying material now. What does that, what, how do you see that going?
11: I think it's just kind of, I haven't like fully planned it out. It's either going to be an old Testament and new Testament show okay that's an idea I'm kicking around or it could be like it might be one or the other it might be interwoven there might be I might open for myself with one incarnation I don't know I don't know yet
0: I think you come out with the tablets like Moses and yeah it's a good idea right part the seas you just exactly you part the seas this that would be amazing I would love...
11: No idea is a bad idea.
0: Well, that might be a bad idea, actually.
11: That well, sounds kind of funny. Well, yeah.
0: Um, writing a movie, that's exciting.
11: I know. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just writing a little movie because I see this whole, like, Alejandro Jodorowsky. I don't think I'm saying mm-hmm. his name right, but the guy who made Holy Mountain. Sure. sing like, something like that meets... AI, cult pop star mixed with some murder.
0: Well, this sounds like the greatest movie I've ever heard of. It's a holy mountain (laughs) crossed with AI that you're doing. I'm going to go line up now outside the theater. You didn't even finish writing it yet.
11: (laughs) But yeah, just, I like, I don't know. I just want to keep, I really want to keep looking for the, the ghosts and the Bigfoot, honestly, until I find a Bigfoot, Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think I'll be able to rest.
0: Okay. So Bigfoot, what are, are there any things on that list of, of paranormal supernatural stuff where you're just like, no, I, I don't believe that. Or are you kind of in the tank for all of it?
11: You know what I feel? Do you want to know what I feel? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it's all just for the fun of it the mm-hmm. whole fucking thing we're doing okay so why not believe that there might be an interdimensional bigfoot and telosians mm-hmm. an underground alien city of people you just can't see why not
0: exactly when I mean, people start saying oh you can't find a big show me all the big dead bigfoots and stuff it's like well show me all the dead bears so you can't find dead bears either you can find bear or skeletons find all over one.
11: You could probably find one. Dead you could bear. probably find one. You, well, if you look a
0: little past, you probably find a dead Bigfoot next to it or something. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm
11: gonna
0: find it. I'm saying, I don't know what's going on in the woods. I don't know if I have the 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 fortitude you have to start going through the woods looking for a Bigfoot. I'll probably so sit you back in the car.
11: You wouldn't come on my show?
0: Oh, I would have come on your show because I just like you would have been. To me, what Rick Rubin was to you, you would say, jump, and then I would say, how high?
11: And you would follow me into the
0: woods. I'd follow you into the woods. Two of us go in, one of us comes out, you come out. (laughs) Then you will be like, I don't know what happened to him.
11: That's the movie.
0: That's, yeah. That would be, it'd be like that movie, The Edge, where the Anthony Hopkins is and alec baldwin are trying to kill a bear for the whole movie they're getting chased i never saw that movie
11: should i watch it
0: you should it's a it's i i think it's a fun it's like a smart trashy movie it's like a well-written i I think david mamet wrote it but it's a piece of garbage it's like it's like an a-level writer writing a b a b movie so
11: Wait, what'd you call it? You said it's smart garbage?
0: Smart garbage, which it should be should be my name, actually. It should be smart Honestly, garbage. Honestly,
11: yeah. I really relate to that title as well.
0: Okay. Well, <laughs> we can both live at the smart garbage dump <laughs> Now, No. What you gotta tell me one thing I've always wanted to ask you, and since we're not in the same room now, I feel I can ask it. What happened with uh, Jerry Seinfeld?
11: Oh my God! Are you friends with him?
0: I am not. No.
11: Okay, we're good. It's about to hang up on you. (laughs) No, I'm not friends
0: with him. I told you I don't get. You're the best (laughs) guest I've ever had. Obviously. So what? What happened? You were on the red carpet at a thing. I don't. Do you want to
11: know the story? You want to know the whole story? Sure. It's really sad. Well, you're gonna get lots of clicks for this, I bet. Because I don't think I've ever told the whole story. Okay. So I learned TM from David Lynch, the David Lynch Foundation. Sure. Love TM, love meditating. But he was like, could you do an event that's like a charity event? In the middle of tour, I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. But I was like, I really like, I love David Lynch. And I heard that Jerry Seinfeld's going to be there. And I used to take my computer when there was like the CD and I would carry around the world. Internationally, mm-hmm. a little DVD. So when I would get bumpy on plans, uh-huh. I would pop in Seinfeld and I would just be like, everything's okay in the world. Sure, sure. And watch my buddy, Jerry. So then I, Jerry, Gary. Uh huh. So then mm-hmm. I get to the fucking charity event. Okay. And I got really excited because he brings me peace and love and all things good in the universe. And then he didn't hug me in front of cameras. And it was like the most depressing and hilarious, but also so sad. It was like the saddest moment of my life.
0: Well, now, in I, that feel one bad. Moment. now I feel bad for asking about the, Jerry Seinfeld. Not that bad, because now it's a very clickable You don't moment. look like you feel very <laughs> you bad. Just, you just gave a very clickable moment, Kesha. <laughs> so, it's kind of half good, half bad. Now, look, you're Kesha. You don't need Jerry Seinfeld.
11: Well, I just wanted, I get excited when I see, like, I don't, sure. I don't really like that many people.
0: Sure. Who's somebody who you would, in 2023, would would take your breath away if they were in the same room as you?
11: Well, recently at Shangri-La when I was making Gag Order with Rick Rubin, sure, Neil Young was there. Wow. And I like... It, it didn't go well because I couldn't look at him. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of talking to the wall like over there. It was just... I really... I didn't do a good
0: job. (laughs) I would not know what to do if I was in the same room with Neil Young. Our friend Kurt Vile, I was in your favorite city. Was it in Nashville was it in Memphis? It was in Nashville. I didn't know Milwaukee was your favorite city. We were in Nashville. Kurt was there. I was there. We went to the outdoor venue along the water and Neil Young was playing. And then Kurt got to go backstage and say, hi, I was out in the alley. Nobody would let me within a mile of Neil Young. Um, the the
11: smart garbage can.
0: I was smart car. Yes. So I go back, he comes, he talks to Neil and he was like, Neil, when you did, uh, You know, he was like, I forget what song he said when you did like uh, Down by the River. He's like, it was like a 25 minute version of it jammed out. And then he goes, it was like, you were just like in outer space. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know when we do it, we can go underwater. We can go in outer space. We go wherever we want. And I was just like, well, I give Kurt credit. I could never, I wouldn't know what to say to that guy other than I love you so much. And then he would just go, start stepping back from me slowly and probably trying to signal his security that we got one. (laughs) Where are you guys?
11: Oh, I didn't know what to do either. But my redemption Uh after Gary was I ran into Bob Dylan. Okay. And he gave me... A really big hug.
0: Well, that's that's five Gary Seinfelds, Bob Dylan. If I'm 43 normal fans, <laughs> Bob Dylan, five Gary is, Seinfelds is one Bob Dylan, the hug.
11: Let's say 47.
0: 47, okay. One, 47 Gary Seinfeld hugs equals one Bob Dylan hug.
11: Well, he's just like Bob Dylan is why I, Nashville Skyline mm-hmm. is just amazing. One of my favorite albums but, of all time. And
0: it's funny because Nashville Skyline is the one where he's trying this different voice on for size. And
11: yeah.
0: Gag Order, you're doing all sorts of stuff with your voice too, That it, but it feels so like it's right up in your face. And it feels like it's you doing it. Like it's not like a production doing it. Kind of feels like you're in the room with you. So it's interesting that, and what is it like at this point, you know, in your career to just explore this the what you can do with your voice? Are you finding different things and trying different things?
11: I am. There was one harmony I sang on Eat the acid mm-hmm. that after I sang it, I literally started crying because it was this rub. That I have never done before, so mm. discovering this new sonic landscape made me cry from joy.
0: that's amazing. That's so cool to have these new things kind of
11: yeah, reveal and themselves. Rick, like, oh my God. And it was like a lot of it was like Rick being kind of my like shaman, he helped create the safe space and encourage mhm. And he, on a song called Fine Line, he yeah. it used to be a country song. hmm So it was like major chords. And it was like, there's a fine line now I've been walking. There's this really pretty song that was gentle. hmm And he dropped it a full octave. Okay. Slowed it down. Mm-hmm and was like that's where we're living.
0: Yeah, it's a different it's a different song. It's a song now that if I was a bigfoot for example and that version mm-hmm. of Kesha came to the woods, I'd be just like you're the boss. This is my woods. But Good. I'm a little I'm like you you you're you're in charge of my woods now, Kesha.
11: I like that feeling. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so I really appreciate you uh, talking to me and I appreciate you're just, you're a truly amazing person and um, everybody needs to check out gag order. If you think, you know what Kesha does, you don't know until you hear this record and you made something that's not about, it's not about this month. It's not about this year. This is a, this is the kind of like, Uh, career statement an artist makes a lifer makes and this it's really amazing that you did this so I congratulate you on that and this fall you're going to be touring it's very exciting I
11: am I am I just announced yesterday I'm going on tour I'm really excited I'm sorting out what it's going to look like at the Mm -hmm. moment but it's I'm really really excited to connect with my fans because mm-hmm. it's been a while yeah so i'm like have a lot of energy to expel
0: well it's going to be a triumph and i'll be in the parking lot with jello man selling jello shots oh
11: my god bring jell-o man
0: okay i'll see what i can do i'll see what i can do do you have a, are you do you have a philly date on the
11: calendar i think i do
0: well then you just wait
11: guys do i anybody no nobody here all right well i don't know Let's i think just, i do
0: well he's got a rv he can go wherever you are
11: well Let's... i have new i have i'm playing new york two nights amazing last yesterday we put one night up and it did so well so mm-hmm. we're doing two nights in new york
0: that's amazing now this is yeah. so this is great I'm excited for everything you got coming up, and I really appreciate you being on the show, Kesha. Of
11: course. Thank you. Thanks for coming to my album launch.
0: Of course. Now, that was a real treat, and um, you should just be very proud of this album. Thank you. I will see you hopefully sooner than later.
11: Oh, Philly, October 31st.
0: Halloween.
11: Oh, my God. You have to...
0: Well, I live here now. I live in Los Angeles.
11: So I'm not worth traveling across the country for?
0: Kesha, I guess I'm coming <laughs> to Philadelphia on Halloween <laughs> to see you live. It's me and Jello Man. I guess I have no say in this. So
11: you're a good man, Tom.
0: <laughs> well, thank you. And um, yeah, thanks for doing this. So much fun.
11: Of course. Thanks for doing
0: of what course. you do. Love oh, you.
11: Thank you. I love you, too. Yeah, see.
0: All right, turn that music down. Turn that music down, please. Thank you. Thank you to Kesha for coming and uh, having a conversation with me and all the people who don't think I can do whatever I want. Well, I just proved you wrong again because this is... Every episode of the best show is a master class, and if you haven't been taking notes, you're gonna flunk so Well, let me check my uh, thing here. Again, we got a. Uh, uh, let's go to the phones. Let's go to the phones. Right, we got phones. Let's talk to people on the phones. Real quick. Hold on here. First of all, we're gonna start with. There's somebody on the that I'm not. I'm not unmuting yet. I'm gonna talk. Take a, a, a people have been on hold for a while. First, hello, best show. Oh. Hi
8: Tom. Hi. This is uh, Liz calling from Vancouverish.
0: Liz. From Vancouver. How are you, Liz? Vancouver ish. I really did you say Vancouver ish? Yeah, the
8: approximate area. I'm on Twitter.
0: Okay, you're on Twitter. Um
8: Yeah. That's I, more where I live. I know who um, this
0: is. This is Liz <laughs> who's always promoting Sloppy Boys.
8: Oh, I'm so annoying about it.
0: You're always saying, Check out but... sloppy boys, check out sloppy boys.
8: Hey, they got a new single out. got
0: mention a, it. What are you? Are you? Are you like working? Is this like a covert marketing <laughs> thing? Like you're like actually their manager, and you just pretend to be just a uh, just a a fan who just and then meanwhile you're raking in all that Sloppy Boy money.
8: <laughs> Do you remember Street Teams, Tom?
0: That's what I was gonna say. You're on the Sloppy Boy Street Team. <laughs>
8: I think I'm accidentally on the street team.
0: You might be the street
8: team <laughs> for slot I might be the whole street team, it's true. Yes, you
0: might be the whole street. You're the whole street.
8: <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, oh my gosh, that interview was crazy. That was so good, Tom.
0: Thank you, Liz. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Like, Some of the people who wow. work on the show said to me, Tom, that was one of the worst things you've ever done. I'm not going to name names. <laughs> but.
8: They're liars. They're uh, lying to well, you. That was crazy. That was incredible.
0: I appreciate that. So what's going on in Vancouver tonight? Or as your, one of your, your, uh, Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, right? Oh
8: nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. Things are, things are goofy. Things are weird. Um, it's raining here sometimes, which it always does. Um, it rained today. Um, God. Yeah. I don't know. I've been working on scenes a lot. I've been collaging a lot.
0: I've been, uh, yeah, zines. So now, now, how zines do? Because uh, I am coming up on eighty years old. Um, I yeah, don't jump in and say, "No, you're not." That, by all means, let that let that one ride as something that could be true. Um, but. You, I grew up in zines. Were like pre-internet zines. Were were how you got the word out with things and how you communicated. What is the appeal the of doing zines now in a post-internet age? And I'm not that judging. Is, I'm just. I, is, just I just so want to hear your. You I want to hear that, your yeah. point of view on it.
8: Well, see, this is the thing because you're kind of like you're kind of like one of the guys as far as like zines go. Like it's like a big deal that you that you made. Deans and you know so it's like Big deal. for me it was like i was Big like 16 deal. and i was really bored and my dad didn't want the printer from his office anymore mm-hmm. and i had a lot of magazines and i liked making collages anyway okay it's really empowering to be able to make something with your own hands and hand it to yes, someone else
0: exactly and say
8: like this is a thing i made and like here's my weird like manifesto for what I think is happening and what I think my life is. Mm -hmm. And I could keep it under wraps, you know, like the internet, you can't really keep under wraps, but my first ever zine, I made one copy of and kept for myself. And the first one I shared with people, I only made eight. So I like how personal it is. Yes, I like that it can be
0: a small release. That's amazing. You can control it. And there's a tactile experience where, you just, you're not staring at yet another screen and you, you can personalize it and you can control it and not just have it be some thing that's dumped out there on for everybody to every crab apple to weigh in on or whatever. You create your own world with it. That was the, that's how it felt for me is that it was, it was within the the circle of, of, of friends and, and peers. So it's exciting that that's that's
8: just it. Yeah.
6: It's
0: literally the same. That is that's very heartening that um
8: I actually yeah, I was making them for my music scene for for a little bit. There was a while where I was interviewing some musicians around and I was writing what they had to say, but it mostly ended up just being my friends. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I I don't know, like there are some advantages to the internet for zines now. Like my the last scene I made, we did a sloppy boys fanzine. Um, and my friend Carrie in Scotland, we co-edited it together. I could never figure out how to do that without that. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, that's
8: amazing.
0: Oh, Liz, we put I those just,
8: pieces in together, and that was I, really special. I, I don't mean
0: to cut you off here. I just I'm looking. At, oh, yeah. I'm just checking the news here. Oh no, you're not gonna like this. Uh, CNN is reporting that the Sloppy Boys have all been arrested. For, I'm not
8: surprised what they do
0: January 6th they caught them they got Joe Johnson last week and now they got the sloppy boys who's next oh, no. if they take oh no if any of the Legion of Skanks are next I don't know what I'm <laughs> gonna do
8: I should have known when they um, released that song that was called Capital Steps Free For All <laughs> you
0: should have really known that, that was a little bit of a heads up from the sloppy boys <laughs> Now you, you, you are. Uh, you told me you wrote uh, that, that you're going on a fun adventure, and you're going to come to Los Angeles, and I'm going to tell you right now: yeah. don't do it. <laughs> don't run. What's go the going other on way, in Los
8: Angeles. Go up to Alaska. <laughs>
0: go, uh, go the opposite direction. No, it's fine. It's exciting. <laughs> you should come and have a great time, and maybe the Sloppy Boys will do a. Concert for one.
8: <laughs> uh, they've been they've been kind by me. Uh, they've uh, they done me enough Kindnesses uh, uh, no, but it, it. I'm yeah, gonna, it's, I, it's, I'm excited for people. this trip, and I got to thank you, Tom, because you told me to travel. I talked to you in, in the winter, and I said I don't know what I'm going to do this year. What should I do? You said you got to travel, but you also told me to try real pizza, and I still can't do that in, um, on the West Coast. But I'll get there. No,
0: you got to look <laughs> pizza in Los Angeles. It's all right. It's pretty good. There's a couple places. There's this one place called Pizza Hut, and it's a hut where they sell pizza. <laughs> it's in the woods. It's hard to get to. And they you pay with leaves and rocks, as one does in the woods. Um, but when you come here... You're going to get all the burritos and tacos you ever want. That's what you eat here. Right? Tacos. That's what and I'm burritos. excited about. Yes. We'll get yeah. You're going to you're going to never be able to eat a Vancouver burrito ever again. It's going to just be <laughs> a pale imitation of what you had in Los Angeles.
8: Oh, that's so cool. I'm so excited.
0: It's very exciting. It's been I? a long
8: time since I've traveled. Thank well, you for motivating me.
0: Of course. Well, so it's my pleasure. And Liz, I'm going to take a couple more calls and cuz we got to wrap up but I appreciate your call okay. and I, I you know you, you you're gonna you've got a big adventures ahead of you it's very exciting
8: thank you so much Tom you're oh, the best have a oh, great well, night
0: I'm just a mirror thank you Liz
8: <laughs> oh, I love you okay happy birthday
0: to you See, this is happy birthday it's not my it's you. not my birthday
3: happy okay birthday,
0: dear Grimace. Grimace, yeah. Happy birthday to you. Okay, so what is?
3: Grimace birthday. Clap, 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 clap. Grimace birthday. Clap, 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 Grimace clap, clap, clap,
0: clap. Grimace birthday. Clap, 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 clap. So Grimace, Mac- McDonald's his own Grimace. Yes. Okay. I really don't enjoy this. Thank you, Universe, for making yeah. that snap off my head. <laughs> yes, no, the universe is not completely stacked against me.
3: So do we have straws? Do we
0: So Grimace yeah. from McDonalds? It's apparently Grimace's birthday.
3: Yes, he is fifty one.
0: Grimace don't look too
3: good. So we have the Grimace milkshake
0: that's, here. That's a rough fifty-one Grimace. Okay. For you to try. So Mc, they're selling a Grimace milkshake? Yes. And it's purple.
3: And it says "Celebrate Grimace's birthday" on the. And uh, McDonald's. Yeah. Sent you a letter that you have to read in full. But take a take a taste first.
0: I'll read the letter first. Okay. What are you uh, programming the show now? Okay, already, freaking Artie. Everybody thinks they're already. Oh, God, uh, oh no, I don't need to take. No,
3: that. no, please, no. still
0: <laughs> do it. Best show. Still having a still still trying. It's not going to get any better. It's terrible. Well, Maybe the second <laughs> one. You're, you're almost. Better. It's like you're so fascinated by how bad it is <laughs> that you're just like, I gotta get more of this awful <laughs> thing in my mouth. The best show, Los Angeles, California. Hello, Tom Sharpling and the best show crew. From all of your loyal listeners and best friends of McDonald's or super fans of everything, Best show and grimace have always been the grimace, been a big best show supporter from your early days in WFMU to when you went internet only in dark, sad Jersey City basement apartment not true to now living life grimace large in Lipstick City. Grimace has been with you the whole way. Now we're now the reason we're sending this letter. Happy birthday, Grimace! At this moment, you should be drinking Grimace's birthday milkshake. Okay, so
2: I guess now I now
3: you got to take it. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. I don't know what I think of that. And now I understand why you kept pulling from it, even though you did you, not enjoy you're curious
3: it. Curious that it might get better. You
0: just don't know what it is actually, and you're like. It's weird. My throat itches now <laughs> from it. I think I might be allergic to purple uh, shakes. Can't quite figure out what it tastes like. Very true. I just literally was saying the same thing. But we're very proud of it. And so is Grimace. Yep. You read that quickly, correctly. If I had to guess, the name of the flavor of Grimace shake would be Grimace because it is Grimace. All, mm, okay. So his last act for everyone. He stepped inside a giant Grimace-sized milkshake maker and with one final wave he flipped the switch himself workers said they could hear his joyous laughter the whole time his large purple body was shredded and frozen into the concoction you're drinking now we hope you taste that in every slurp it's a weird choice of words thanks again Besho, and thanks again grimace so they're thanking grimace in the letter they sent me for everything we will never forget you enjoy hell your friends at mcdonald's happy birthday Grimma. and i also love how mcdonald's is just an m no it's very uh very 1984 okay let me have more of this grimace shake wait where'd the zoom go okay yeah
1: No, no, no.
2: Waiting.
0: Okay. Yeah, the shake is... It's like... Look, I like a McDonald's vanilla shake. I like it. I liked it when I was eight. Now I'm already coming up on 80. And I still enjoy it. This thing... I don't know what they were thinking with that. It's got like uh it's like if somebody did something to a vanilla shake and they were hoping they were watching your face to watch you notice something's wrong with it. Huh? How is it, huh? Huh? Hmm? You have some yet? Hmm, huh? It's like that i got to have more, too. This itchy throat. I'm chasing that. I think I like it. I think that's what it's like to be uh, doing things you shouldn't be doing. It's like drugs or something. No, it's not good for you, but you keep going back. Okay, here we go. Hello, best show. Oh, hey, what's hey. up? Oh, I know who this is. First of all, can somebody put yeah? the air conditioning on in the room? It's. Uh, I think this grimace shake is consuming me from the inside. Um, this is, if I'm correct. Yeah. Uh huh. Filmmaker Mary uh-huh. Bronstein. Is that correct? Is it Mary Bronstein?
6: Yeah, you got
0: it. Mary Bronstein, the better half. Bronstein. The what? You said
9: Bronstein.
0: I said Bronstein. (laughs) Mary Bronstein, you are the better half of the Bronstein talent collective. (laughs) The other half being Ronnie Bronstein, who we all know from his movie. Frownland land that he directed and wrote and the movies he co-writes such as oh i don't know uncut gems <laughs> and good time the heroine one daddy long yep. legs
9: i like that it's a creative collective and not a marriage no it's creative a creative collective,
1: collective.
0: It's a creative yeah. part. It's like Pretty American much. zoetrope <laughs> over there. Now, oh, Mary. Yeah, it's wild. But I yeah. mean this. It's only one. Okay. Only one. Only one. Bronstein can rise to the top of the pyramid, yeah. and it ain't Ronnie. <laughs> it's Mary. Oh, no, come on! Now, Mary. Yeah. You made a movie back in what 2008. Oh my god. Yeah. Two thousand eight. And it's <laughs> yeah. called Yeast. Yeah. And now this movie, I saw this movie in a theater. Uh what was that? Six months ago? When were we doing that?
9: Oh it, yeah, you came um you came to the screening. I think it was not it was less than that. I think it was March.
0: Okay. A mere four months ago. Three months ago. Wow. Oh, my God. I thought it was six months ago. I don't know what's going on with me. You must have had a long three
9: months.
0: It's a long life, (laughs) Mary. It's been a long life. And it's winding down. Yeah, I know. It's winding down.
9: But it feels longer. Yes. It's shorter, but it feels longer.
0: Do you know where my uh, final services will be aired? What? Pluto. Pluto. Yes. Pluto TV. You knew exactly that Pluto. <laughs> there's gonna be a whole channel, the Tom Sharpling Death Channel.
9: With all different programming. <laughs> with all different
0: programming. Anyway. Yes. Shockingly more yeah. than you thought there was gonna be. Um there'll be like the sad, sad home movies
9: of you like with sad music.
0: And then there'll be yeah. the
9: um recreation of you dying yes uh, um a dramatization
0: and then they will show an episode of the surreal life right because they just have that laying around over at pluto and then we'll end (laughs) with the the foot the channel something taken from the channel of the train just going down or down a track that's meant to like lull you into a hypnotic state
9: amazing. I love this for you. I'm going to I'm going to make it happen. I'll be in charge
0: of that. Well, thank you. Right now though, what you are in charge of is the movie you made in 2008, Yeast, <laughs> which I just want to say this movie. Yes. Who's the star of this movie? It's you, of course. You're you're a, a hyphenate as we call people of your talent these days. You I'm wrote hyphenate. it, you directed it, and you star in it. Right. And you're in the movie with Greta Gerwig is in it also. And... Yeah. You are... You... This movie... This is... It's one of the most real things I've ever seen.
9: Oh, my God. Really?
0: Oh, my God. It is just like... One
9: of the the most real pretend things that you ever saw. That's
0: amazing. Oh, no, but it is. It's because it's really... You captured what it's like to be young and just beyond frustrated with everything.
9: Yeah.
0: That you don't know what to do. You just want to maybe even punch somebody. Yes,
6: completely. So
9: like, the world could be run from the power of like the anger and frustration of someone in their early twenties. All the promises, all the lies are discovered mm-hmm. promises broken and you're just, you're in squalor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That's what I was trying to, to to go for. And just also the fact that in that state, in that space, like no relationship can be sustained. <laughs> like yeah. it just is impossible.
0: Yeah. Now, when um, the, when this movie came out, it was met with universal acclaim, and everybody loved it.
9: Not accurate. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> nobody wanted it. Nobody liked it. Mm-hmm. The few people that did like it loved it, and were very supportive. And and for example, the guy that programmed it and the main competition at South by Southwest when it premiered is like that guy, that guy got it and he, he understood it and on a deep level. And like, he would, he wanted the festival at that time. He wanted movies like that to play at this festival, movies Mm. that cost, um, you know, like this
0: is like, a what was this? Like $7
9: million.
0: This is like a seven to $9 million (laughs) movie. No,
9: this was, this was, um, more? We didn't really like add it up. It was that we didn't add it up, but it was somewhere between two thousand and four thousand. Oh. I was working at the time at a hospital,
1: mm-hmm.
9: um, and I was um, I saved up all my vacation days, and um, I sa- I had been saving up money, and when I got when I had two thousand dollars, and I I said okay, we're doing this, and I took all my vacation days, which was like just two weeks,
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> and
9: and. Um, and I was like, this is what we're doing. And, and we did it. And then it's like, after that, it's like, went back to the hospital, you know, and and that's just how it, that's, that's how it is. That's how it is when you're trying to do something that, um, nobody's, no one's asking for it. Nobody's waiting around for it. Mm -hmm. And so you just have to do it if you're going to do it, you know, and that's the energy that the movie was made with.
0: It is, it's funny, and it's super uncomfortable. <laughs> you yeah. watch this movie. For anybody who, who checked out Frownland over the years, or maybe they heard us talk to Ronnie when it came out on Criterion last year. And I'm
9: in Frownland, too.
0: You're in Frownland. You get a rash from the wrong kind of pillow. Totally. Yeah, and that's based
9: on a real life um, occurrence. <laughs> so, um,
0: but yeah. So I'm
9: in that movie.
0: So this movie, this, this though,
9: movie is,
0: this makes yeah. this movie makes Frownland seem like <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure.
9: <laughs> it's not. Come on. In I terms
0: mean, yeah, of maybe it does, maybe because there's a <laughs> look. This movie, you see this movie. It's like you, it's 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 like you cannot. First of all, you're great in it as an actor. Greta Gerwig is great in it. everybody who's in it is great. Thank you. But it is as ruthlessly real as it gets. But it's funny and
9: uh, you know, I I consider that the biggest compliment, and it's funny. I love that.
0: Yeah.
9: Yes, I'll take
1: it. No. I hope.
9: yeah. Oh, so yeah, the thing. So, yeah, so it's actually streaming right now. Because um, this is the thing. Nobody the can night. see
0: this thing. I don't even know why we're talking about it because nobody no, can unseeable. see it. Wait, no, I mean, it's streaming kind of, this week. Kind of like, see, that's how you promote week something.
9: For anyway. one, week, one week only. Like, I, seriously. Yeah, no, this is um, it's literally
0: one week only. Mary Bronstein's yeast, which is a, a questionable phrasing. Um, maybe say it in a
9: different Maybe yes. try that yeast in a different way. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. I, I want I I <laughs> to. I want to do over on that one. About my,
9: it's not my yeast. Mm-hmm. It's not my yeast. It's my film
0: called Yeast. Yes, but it's said the literally the. I post, don't
9: want people. To the poster. I'm just it. reading
0: the poster though, Mary. You need to go talk to <laughs> oh, the marketing people. It
9: does not say that, Mary. It says.
0: It says <laughs> Mezzanine presents Mary Bronstein's Yeast.
6: Is that what they
0: put? It's what's on the poster. No Don't shoot the messenger. Uh,
6: oh, it's fine.
9: It's fine. It's only people with, with gross minds would think it was something of weird. Of course. Of course.
0: Right? Not me, not and you. And so
9: we both immediately yes. thought that was weird. Yes.
0: <laughs> but this movie, you it has not been available other than for screenings, which are f- very few and far between but now you are streaming it for literally yeah. just one week.
9: Well, also like just to know that people to know, cause I get a lot of like messages actually. And, and like unsolicited emails and messages of like, how can I see this movie? Where is this movie? If I pay you, will you send me a copy of this movie? And, um and so this is sort of for all of those people and people that didn't know about it. But um, I, before, Originally, like yeast was, um, it was on, it was on Amazon. It was the first independent movie that was on Hulu. It was on iTunes. It was on all of these things. And after um, a certain amount of years, I realized, like, why, why is it on there? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not seeing any like monthly statements of like mm-hmm. what, like, I'm not. It's not like it's buried in all that like content. Yeah, as, as everything good, I kind of feel is. And um, so I pulled them. I pulled it from there, and then I was like, "Okay, the only way people can see this is if they ask me to screen it, or if I like decide I'm going to let them
0: mm-hmm.
9: see it." Yeah, it and amazing. so um, yeah, so the, yeah.
0: So you've decided so one week it streams that's... over at where La Cinema Club?
9: It's called La Cinema Club. Um, LaCinemaClub dot com, and it's run by an amazing um producer and just film lover um marie louise uh kanji she's the daughter of cinematographer darius kanji but um anyway so she has this website with her idea where she screens movies but it's like one week only like mm-hmm. per movie so it kind of feels similar to like where you have to like go to the movie theater or you would miss it type of thing yes um
0: that's yeah. That's cool. So if people
9: want to watch it, they can check it out.
0: I think that's awesome, and um, people can know that it's only this week. Lecinemaclub.com dot com. Because next, this movie ends the run, and then next week it's uh, who knows SWAT, the movie SWAT, <laughs> starring
6: I mean, well, maybe not. Colin
0: Farrell, yeah, SWAT. There's
6: a. <laughs> maybe,
0: maybe who knows? You never know. But I, I seriously, Mary, I just want to say, people got to check Yeast out. It is bonkers, and it's a missing piece of independent cinema from an era that kind of gets lost in the shuffle uh, sometimes. So people need to see it because it's that. It's kind of it's like the post nineties. Like that version of indie into the current yeah. thing There's like this weird Video era that A lot of that stuff is just Not being presented Well at least especially with any care Or uh, or Presentation and this is This is being right. presented so you have a week To watch it so go watch it How much is it with 300 bucks yeah. What are we talking
2: It's Free
9: Free Oh, and if it's free, you know it's good. If it's free,
0: you know it's good. That should be on the poster on your own poster as a as a review. A quote. Wait, it's like people are like, Wait, who wrote this quote? Mary Bryce. Wait, she directed the thing. You can't put you can't put blur you can't blurb your own movie. Yeah, why not? Who
9: said? Who says this? I watched is, it. This
0: is the indie spirit coming out. You're blurbing your own movies. You're...
9: I'm just it's wild. It's no rules. So.
0: No, it's great. great. And and yeah, so people should check it out. And you uh look, uh, I wanna am not gonna say anything out of out of sorts here. Mary is an incredibly talented person. The things that are coming, look out, Jack. That's all I gotta say. Look out, Jack. There's stuff coming.
9: Like, I have a whole lot bottled bottled into this last fifteen years.
0: People are gonna, all gonna come out. People are gonna say Frownland? Who? I don't know why I'm turning this into a
9: <laughs> might battle. Be saying that, why
0: like am I not- turning it into you versus Ronnie?
9: Yeah, we're married.
0: It's what I Although, do. Although, if
9: you look, if you Google my name, mm-hmm. Google my name right now, it'll say okay. um, Ronald Bronstein's ex-wife.
0: Oh no!
1: See that?
9: Did you see that?
0: I'm doing so it right
9: now. That's been on there for years. I <laughs> yes, can't there get is. it removed. Uh-huh. And one hundred percent I know that somebody did that that like that that doesn't like me. I a hundred percent. So I know I don't know I don't know who it was, but like good job, good prank. But like literally when that first appeared, my mother called me and was like, Did you not tell me something? Uh huh.
0: Um
9: That's so terrible. That's, so that's how
6: Yeah.
0: I don't right? like it. I don't like it, Mary Bronstein. Um, but what I do like is La <laughs> Cinema Club screening yeast until June fifteenth. Thank you. That's a segue. Awesome. Um now Mary, I don't want to be really sliding
9: into home. No, you're sliding into home. You're sliding home. into you home.
0: Do it. I feel like I'm um, I really want to have more of this grimace shake. And I feel sick. <laughs> do you know that feeling? I when it's you're terrible. like, when it's you're terrible. like, this is so bad. I kind of want. more You got to do
9: it. it though. You know that you're going to have more. That's the thing.
0: You're probably That's right. The thing. Well, Mary, but I'll let
9: you get to it. You got to close the shop.
0: You've got to wrap uh, it up the here. The lights
9: are turning
0: off. They do shut the lights <laughs> off on me. <laughs> All right. Yes. Well, thank you for checking in, Mary. And we will talk to you very soon. Thanks, Tom. Okay, of course. Okay, bye. Bye. That's Mary Bronstein. Let's take two quick calls and we'll say goodbye. Hello, best show. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Who's this? Zanion. Zanion? How you doing, Zanion? Yeah.
6: Good.
0: How old are you, Zanion? Can I guess? Yeah. Three.
6: I'm nine.
0: You're nine. You're three times older than three. Because did you know that three times three is nine? Did you know that, Zanion? Yeah. Yeah. What's the highest number, Zanyan? What? Do you know numbers? Do you like counting? No, not really. Yeah, me neither. It's the greatest answer I ever got. Yeah, I don't like it either. Math. I'm going to just give you a little advice, Zanyan. You don't need math. You got fingers, yeah. you got a calculator piece of paper a phone man takes care of itself and when you fail a Mm -hmm. test you tell the teacher to call this show on a tuesday no don't try as hard as you can on a test zanian what can i do for you tonight my friend
2: zanian i
6: wanted to know Yes. The, if you had small sizes for your t shirts.
0: Zanyan, there's going to be small sizes, I believe. Really? I think so. There'll be more details soon. But I don't know why we wouldn't have a size, a Zanyan sized shirt. Unless you're like four inches tall, then we might not have one that fits. You're not like a Lilliputian. It's not like Gulliver's Travels, is it? You ever see that movie, Jack Black, Gulliver's Travels? No. Great movie. Um, What's your favorite movie, Zanyan? Mm John Wick 4. What is it? No. That uh, that was a trick question because I was gonna report your parents if they if you said, Yeah, I saw John Wick four or three times. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Let me see if I can guess. Men in Black Two. No. No. Medea goes to I jail.
6: No.
0: Ernest goes to camp. No. Mr. Smith goes to Washington
6: <laughs> <No>.
0: fast seven <laughs> no. fast eight no. fast
6: nine <laughs> no, what
2: is it then? I can't guess. <laughs>
6: I honestly don't know either.
0: You don't even know the, you made me guess for 10 minutes and you don't even know the answer. My bad. You know what she used to say? Just say your favorite movie is Mary Bronstein's yeast. Just say that. that will be good. Just say yeast. Say my favorite movie is yeast. Yeah, that's
6: my favorite
0: movie. Say yeah, yeast is my favorite movie. Yeah, East is my favorite movie. East is your favorite movie. Well, come on, Zanny, Give me something. You, What's a movie you like, then? If it's not your favorite movie, what's a movie you
2: like?
6: I like this one movie. It is called Flaming Hot.
2: Wait, what is it
6: called? It's called Flaming Hot.
0: What movie? I don't know. The, I don't know what you're saying. Hold on. Say it slowly. <laughs> What's the first word? Flamin? Flamin. Oh, you like the movie about Flamin? Cheetos. That came out, like, yesterday. That's... Yeah. Zanion, I just got to say, and don't take this the wrong way, it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Your favorite movie is a movie <laughs> that just came out yesterday. <laughs> Zanyan. Flame and Hot's your favorite movie? I don't even know if it's even out yet. It might not have even come out yesterday. It might come out Friday. Were you just looking at a poster on the wall? Kiger, Kaiser so-saying me? Flamin' Hot. Come on. Fla- it just came out. I don't know. I really like it. You really? I uh, look. I believe you liked it. When did you see it? Earlier today.
6: No. When did I you thought, like?
0: When? Like, Three days ago.
6: Saturday. Saturday or
0: something. Saturday. I it's don't know. Tuesday. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm going to say this, Zanyan. In the history of callers on this show, and I've been doing the show a long time, Zanyan. This is the best call that has ever happened on this show. You have really? def- You have defeated me. You have broken me. I don't know what to do with myself. I think I'm going to go back to McDonald's and order more grimace shakes now because nothing makes sense to me anymore.
6: I really want to try that.
0: <laughs> you don't, Zanyan. Do you like flaming hot Cheetos? Yeah. Well, would you eat one if somebody rolled it in like peat moss, for example, would you? Oh. No. Well, that's what this shake no. tastes like. It's like a shake that has been ruined <laughs> by some other thing. Like, oh, I like I like vanilla shakes. Well, what if we put some purple garbage in it? Why? A vanilla shake is kind of perfect. Like, if I took your beloved Flamin' Hot Cheetos and smeared them with, like, motor oil, you wouldn't want to eat no. that. Zanyan. No. I just want to tell you this, Zanyan. You call the show anytime you want. If Zanion calls, I'm saying this to the staff on the show. If Zanion calls, I don't care if I'm interviewing Bill Barr. <laughs> Zanion goes to the front of the line. I don't care if I got Jeff freaking Sessions on the line. Zanion goes ahead of the line. Elizabeth Holmes Zanion jumps the line
2: You bummed about Cormac (laughs)
0: McCarthy What's that? I don't know either A guy who wrote books That I've seen the movies of And I bought the books But never read them Isn't that enough that I know The right books to buy I actually have to read these things, too? What do you people want from me? <laughs> Is it good enough to just have taste? Got to put the work in? I got to read a book? Zanyan, I don't even I'll admit something to you, Zanyan. I don't even know the whole alphabet. Do you know what letter I'm up to?
6: What? Oh. What?
2: Which one comes after Oh.
0: See, you don't know either. We're in the same boat, P. What's that? What letter? P. P. Now, which one is that? Is that the one that looks like uh, when you mark it on a map, that's where the buried treasure is? Is that P?
6: No. Or is that
0: like the one that's like a snake? No.
6: What's
2: it look like?
0: Is it like a flag with like a uh, like a half circle at the top of it? Yeah, that's P. Okay, ooh, one down. Getting there. Look out, alphabet! I'm on my way. <laughs> Anything else you want to talk about, Zanion?
6: I wanted to know. Yeah. You know that dog sticker you have?
0: On my iPad stand? Yes. Are you looking at it now on the screen? Yes, I am. This one? Yeah. That's my dog. That's Barbarella.
6: Oh, is there any way I can get it?
0: My dog? No, you can't get my dog. No. Look, 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 maybe we can make a deal. $40 <laughs> and you can get my no, dog. I want- but you have to pay shipping also. Oh. Media mail. <laughs> they used to call it book rate, but they don't anymore because people ship more things than books. Like you could send a. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not selling in my dog. That's a sticker I I had made just uh, of my dog. Um, She doesn't have any front paws, Zanyan. Oh. But she's so cute. And she gets around. She does all right. She's got a, you know, she gets around. We got wheels for her. We do that sometimes. Otherwise, she uses the longer one, like a little bit of a cane, and we have blankets and pillows everywhere so it's nice and soft for her it's a great dog yeah thanks three minutes and you went yeah i like that you take (laughs) your time zanion so you're nine so what that does that mean you're in third grade second grade where are you I'm going into fourth grade. Fourth grade, okay. You excited for the summer? You have any summer plans, Zanion? No. No. Keeping it chill. You're like a you're like a grimace shake. You're as cool as a grimace shake.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Zanion. It pains me to say that I have to go because, again, this is the best call that's ever happened on this show.
6: Yeah.
0: I mean, Uh, okay. Are you in, are you like on the space shuttle or something? That's like, it's a delay for you to hear the answer. Like if the answer's coming back 30 seconds late. No. No, okay. Just making sure. All right, Zan, you have a great Do night. Do you need me to spell
6: my name for
0: you? Let me see if I can spell so it. Let me see if I can guess. Z, that's a Z, right? And that's the letter, what's well, one of the letters I don't exactly know yet? No, Z. Z as in? My name Zan. It's, this is how you spell your name. Z-A-N. I O N.
6: L V A N I A N.
0: Vanyan. Yeah. Like the lead singer of the Damned. Yeah. Yeah, you know that. This call's going for another hour. Make dinner. Everybody <laughs> make sleeping arrangements. We're here all night. I'm now that I know this name's not Zanyan. It's Vanyan. I like yeah. how I go, yeah, like the guy in the damn. You're like, yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. You're the coolest human. All right, Z- All right, Vanyan. You have a great night. You too. Bye bye. Mind blowing. Final call. I feel like that was transformative. I'm different now. Hello, Besha.
2: Hi. Hi. To whom am I speaking?
8: This is Colette from Athens.
0: Colette from Athens. How are you, Colette? It's going to pain me to say this, because you've been on hold for four and a half hours. We don't have much time.
12: <laughs> I know we don't. I know we don't. Um, I uh, I just got back from New York City. Fancy. Um, which was a lot of fun. Um, I finally... Got to see uh, the place where Men in Black happened. Um, Out on the west like side of
0: park. Oh, wait. No, you saw where <laughs> yeah, the too. ship crashed into uh, where the Beastie Boys stood in front of, and then uh, the Men in Blacks when the ship crashed into it.
12: Yeah. The and most then, important landmark in the city for sure. Outside and, of the bars and cruising, but I don't think those
0: exist. And then the baseball hit the one Met in the head. Right? <laughs> the one Met. Yeah.
12: How was yeah, and know? that's why the Mets lost that game.
0: Yeah, and they lose most games. So, Colette, what's um, going on? How did you like Vanyan? Did you like Vanyan?
12: Oh, I uh, I I pale in comparison to Zanyan. I can't believe that I'm following Zanyan. We I thought it was do. bad enough that I would have to follow Kesha, but <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we all live in a post-Zanyan world now.
0: We are, Yes. So, what else happened in New York? Did you get a slice of New York pizza? No, no I didn't. Why not?
12: You know, lucky me, I've got the celiac, so... Uh, you got no pizza? pizza? But
0: you want a gluten slice? No! <laughs> <laughs> um,
12: i don't know if i would want a gluten-free slice in new york city though um i did Ooh, however shots fired have i know
0: it's I, did you I show really up for when new york looked? Though. were you there when new york looked like mars
12: oh i was at a tan lines concert on the roof of a building in new york city while the smoke started pouring down from canada
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's like the weirdest so version of Get Back. The consequence, right? They're on yeah. the roof. Georgia was a man. And suddenly, purple and orange smoke starts rolling through. I said all oh, purple because I'm staring at this stupid shake. And there's balloons on the floor. Your smoke is purple. It's great you to you know this is what is we're purple. using. The bu- we're using the budget for the show on purple candles for a that no one has this <laughs> birthday. All right, well, Grimace has this birthday. That's how Grimace old Grimace is. is. He ain't working on the show though. Last time I checked, that's last the which Grimace ain't in the building. This money could have gone to help podcasts ride um, out for God's sake.
12: <laughs> so the the gluten free thing that I did get to experience in New York City was um, the French fries at Peter McManus Cafe uh, with one Julie Klausner, which was like a real
0: fun treat you met up with julie that's amazing yeah how would i get
12: the name of that bar wrong
0: do you went to make Mc... it certainly that ain't no cafe mcmanus it's a that's cafe a... on the on the awning. yeah well then that's false advertising <laughs> that ain't no cafe yeah
12: i was I had the the chili, and uh, it was served with uh, two of the coldest slices of Kraft American singles on top that I've ever experienced.
0: You just put down (laughs) New York City pizza, but you're ordering the chili at McManus. (laughs) That's the it food. Like a good idea at the time. That's the food that all the improv mutants ate. Where well, it was around the corner, UCB was around the corner. And I'll say it again. U C I B S is more like it. what's that now? Did I ever eat the chili there? No, oh, did I you- did eat there once, and I got a tuna melt. God strike me dead for choosing that option. And the tuna had peas in it. Peas, frozen peas. <laughs> Had, were they still frozen? They were still frozen, and then I I said, "Hey, there's frozen <laughs> peas on them." And, the, and the the server, and I'm putting in quotes, was just like, "Yeah, what you want me to do about it? What I want you to do about it is maybe bring me one that doesn't have peas in it. Peas. What was, this, once upon a mattress." So did you? What? So yeah. did you and I didn't realize Julie took you to McMass. I did not realize that Julie hated you, Colette. No, I'm kidding, <laughs> joking. I'm kidding. That's a joke. Julie loves you. I love Julie. Everybody, it's a, it's a Jerry Lewis telethon up in here. Everybody loves each other. The only thing I don't love is this grimace sure. shit that I'm about to have more of.
12: It can't go to waste. You've got three more shakes to get there after that one. Oh, boy.
0: Um, New York
2: City, scale of one to ten. I'll give it an
0: eight. An eight.
12: An eight. Solid eight.
0: Waco, Texas, scale of one to ten. Give it a three. A three. Los Angeles, California. Scale of one to ten. Five. A five. five. Oh, goodbye. You're out of here. <laughs> a five. How dare you? When's the last time you were in Los Angeles? It was one before you were there, Tom. You see that? It was a, well, that's the, that's very sweet of you to say. <laughs> When's the last time you were in Los Angeles? Because, Colette, now I feel like I need to one-up Julie, my co-host on Double Threat, with a visit from Colette to Los Angeles. When are you
12: the last here? time I have I I haven't been to LA since um doing, maybe like twenty seventeen, so I, I'm due for a visit for sure.
0: Well get out here and I'll um, show you
12: a good time. Please, please, please do. Um you can not that believe. Sounds...
0: You're gonna be happier <laughs> than like Vanyan was when he it. saw Flamin' Hot. <laughs> Colette, I have to go because the Staff is staring at me. Right, the no, they're not happy. This is uh this is it for me. So Oh I literally was it for you. I did not mean to hang up on you. That was kind of the perfect ending. This is it for me. Click. Did not mean it that way. Everybody, best show. We'll be back next week. Chris Fleming. Check out 108.9 The Hawk has a Patreon. Go check that out. Uh Egg Fu What? Kesha's got her album Gag Order out. All sorts of stuff next week. Don't miss it. Now let's listen on the way out. We mentioned him at the beginning of the show. Mike Kroll. The best show is produced in partnership with the forever dog podcast network. The show is hosted by Tom Sharpling and features John Worcester, Michael Lisk, Jason Gore, and Pat. Byrne. The show is produced and written by Jason Gore, Pat Byrne, Michael Lisk, Brett Davis, John Worcester, and Tom Sharpling. The best show is executive produced by Tom Sharpling, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Co-executive produced by Jason Gore and Pat Burns, segment producer Michael Wisk. The show is engineered and mastered by Andrew Gleason and Wesley Knapp. Graphic design, video editing, and social media by Brett Davis. Website and technical support by Martine Sellis. And the show is recorded at Forever Dog Studios in Los Angeles. Support the best show on Patreon over at patreon.com slash... The Best Show, and follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Best Show for Life. That's Best Show, number four, life. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.